grown and sexy but clean. Grown and sexy but clean. Us. What's up? That's we didn't it. say it was a family show, so there's that. <laughs> Young Wait, are born. we with that? With that? Well, <laughs> that? Are we? I don't know. We over. We all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Had to come out of retirement. These these knees don't. They was snap, cracking, and popping. You know, like a rice crispy. But we made it do what it do. But I did take a couple of ibuprofens afterwards. Though, all right. Yeah. Mud Talk is sponsored by Stormy the Social Assistant. Talk is sponsored by Stormy the Social Assistant Ramba Mamba Jamba Karaoke Party Bus Experience Mini Faces Podcast Studio Her Academy of Beauty Makeup Medic Mobile Makeup Artist Uniquely Swilt Products Fang Studios SB Geek and Rita Armor with Key Realty. Go ahead, scan the code and get tapped in with Mud Talk. Yo, yo, what's good, y'all? It's your homie Big T. And I'm Shay Renee. I miss Amy. And it's your boy Red. And you listen to the only podcast that brings you the latest in music, news, and fashion, and the only show that keeps your ears to the streets while you grind in the 419 yes, yes. it is friday y'all yeah y'all know i love fridays it's the favorite damn day of the week i love fridays yes finally like, yes how y'all feeling Ooh. i'm okay besides my voice so y'all gotta yeah, excuse I, my I voice that. after you, you last okay? show i woke up the next morning and i didn't have a voice i still don't have a voice this is the longest i've ever been hoarse like this so i don't oh. know Gotta get you some tea and honey. Oh, Singing in the shower too much or something. <laughs> yeah. What you doing? Like, well, I've been told I still yell, so yelling at the kids, huh? Yeah, get that voice on rest. Yes. If you like a singer, like I'm on rest. Yeah, put it on rest. Yes. All right. Well, it is a uh, special edition of Mug Talk today. Um, today is Viewers Choice Week. And every I'm, day. I'm laughing because you're like every episode is every a special episode edition. is special because we are special. Everything we are is special. special. Everything is special. And our talk. viewers are special. Yeah, very, absolutely, our viewers are very special. And it's Viewers Choice Week yes. where we allow our viewers to pick the topics that we're going to be talking about today. Um, so we um, did some um, posting on social media on Facebook and got some 
great questions from people that we're going to talk about later in the show. Um, but we have to shout out all the people who listen to Mud Talk or you watch Mud Talk. Uh, shout out to everybody, of course, in Toledo, which is where our home base is. But we have to shout out Toledo, people. Ohio for people that are Toledo, Ohio. Don't yeah. know. Mud. Yes, absolutely. Um, but also shout out to people who listen in Detroit, people who listen in Miami, um, overseas. Okay, mm-hmm. we can't forget about our people. Yeah, overseas. New York, we yeah. got North Carolina, we got, I think there was an Arizona there at one point. Yes, Arizona, um, North Carolina, and then also overseas with Germany and London Australia. and Australia yeah. and all over, man. Those so Russians. we, yes, the, the Russians love us. <laughs> <laughs> they they listen to us. I at think they're the ones with the, the yeah, the three o'clock, but really over there, it's right. probably like normal yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but we appreciate everybody who you know tunes into Mud Talk every single time that we are live and on air. Shout out to all of our listeners on Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Sirius Radio, and you know, and everywhere else. Yes, that everybody listens to. So we appreciate it. iHeartRadio as well too. Yeah. So yes, heart y'all. We- oh, <laughs> oh look at you, Red. <laughs> you, you got like awesome. this. You gotta do like the heart. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, been all sentimental and shit today. I know, I love that. That's what's up. All right. Well, y'all know before we get started with anything else, I have to give y'all what's called big T with the T. Big tips. What? Or, what? <laughs> <laughs> let's try that again. Big not big tips. You know it's, it's not late night mud talk. Let's, let's no, that's real. after that's after nine, Red. But y'all okay, know what we okay. call it big T with the T. <laughs> no sound effect, Red. He's fine. <laughs> That's okay. All right. So anyway, let's get into the news today. So first off, we're going to talk about Jay-Z and Beyonce. Yes. And all of our news today comes from TMZ. As always, shout out to TMZ for always looking out for us. So uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce have just snagged one of the greatest masterpieces in the country, a 30,000 square foot home mm. in the prime area of Malibu. And they paid a, a hefty price for it. Um, real estate sources told TMZ the couple paid $200 million for the property, making it the most expensive home ever sold in the entire state of California, eclipsing the previous record of $177 million. It is also the second most expensive real estate deal in the country, the top being $238 million for an, for an um, New York City apartment. Oh, I know. Yes, yeah, so there was an apartment in New York City that mm. cost $238 million. No, I took yeah. So the house sits on an eight acre bluff overlooking the uh, Pacific Ocean in the Paradise Cove area, also known as Billionaire's Row, which is obviously where Beyonce and Jay-Z probably should be. Um, the home is the couple's second massive real estate purchase in the Los Angeles area that we know of. Uh, back in 2017, they purchased a Bel Air mansion for $88 million and pumped millions more into the home to push it over the $100 million mark. They still have that? Wow. Um, I don't know. Maybe they sold it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, I, yeah. I yeah. don't even know about that real estate transaction. I was just thinking that's a lot of, you take the 200 million plus the hundred and some million. That's a lot of real estate. It is. That's a lot. Of, and that's a lot of renovations done just yeah. to sell it too. That's but. a lot in taxes yeah. every year. Like, that's, that's what yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think they can afford it though. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the power couple. Well, I heard she was going through some things with um, the tax, you know, the IRS. So. Like they were giving her lots of money to buy real estate. No, basically she owes the IRS and it's not like, she has way more money than she owes the IRS. So she just said, fuck it, I'm going to buy a $200 million mansion just to say a big F you to the government. (laughs) I am about to say, it still don't give Uncle Sam his money. So, all right. In other news, uh, Fetty Wap uh, is back in court. So, yes. So, do you remember Fetty Wap? Everybody remember Fetty Wap? We love Fetty Wap, yes. So, Fetty Wap is begging the judge in his federal drug trafficking case to only sentence him 
to the mandatory uh, minimum. But the feds, they want him locked up for a whole lot longer. According to new legal docs obtained by TMZ, Fetty is seeking a five-year sentence after pleading guilty to conspiracy to distribute at least 500 grams of cocaine stemming from his October 20, uh, 2021 arrest. Uh, the rapper's legal team told the judge uh, Fetty accepts full responsibility for his crimes, but his conduct here does not and should not define him. And they attached a bunch of letters from his family and friends speaking on his behalf who say Fetty was just trying to provide for them financially. Uncle Sam sees it completely different, though. In the documents, the feds want Fetty to spend seven to nine years behind bars, claiming he participated in a massive drug trafficking organization that flooded Long Island with cocaine. The Office of U.S. Attorney for the Eastern District of New York, uh, Breon Peace, also says leniency isn't really warranted here, saying Fetty has used and continues to use his fame and sizable platform and influence to glamorize the drug trade. May 24th is his sentencing, so it would be interesting to see what the judge decides. Um, don't mind my uh, uh, not knowledge of Coke. Is that like a brick? Is that like multiple yes. bricks? Yes. Yes. How many bricks? So... Uh, <laughs> one I just want to know how much, like I know, I just want to know how much, like five hundred grams. Is that what you said? It'll be like one brick is a thousand kilos. I don't. Basically. That's a lot of so math. it's like yeah. So how many grams? So you got to think a thousand grams is like seven thousand dollars worth of money. So oh, so five hundred grams is a lot of bricks. That's yeah. a lot of bricks. Yeah, and that, you know why they wrote those letters? Because their coke plugs about to get put yeah, in jail. So, that's yes. why they're. And mad. see, that's the thing with with these artists. They they always set themselves up for failure while trying to be a, a celebrity and also still be in the streets and try to deal with the dope game and everything. You can't set yourself if you're a millionaire, but you still want to sell dope, you gotta pick a side. Absolutely. I think they miss the excitement though. I think they I think there's just that thrill of why like though. You already rap about it, you already snitching on yourself in your raps. Right. Yeah. So but there's an why excitement. still do it? It's that, and it's then that you think that know. was coming from Fetty Wap? Really? Yeah, I, I never thought it would come from Fetty Wap, I mean, but you never know. Say he doing it for the kids because he don't take care of his kids. So yeah, that yeah. right there makes me. I, I, I seriously think they do it for the rush. Like he doesn't have to. Make they that do it money. for themselves. Yeah. Well, and I was going to say too, and we're going to talk about this with John Morant. Some people just can't leave that life alone. Yeah, life alone. As the I same know. as the saying goes, you can take somebody off the hood, but you can't take the hood out of him. I'm going to hold my comment, but Ja wasn't from the. No, but he's <laughs> he, he but, decided to go into the hood. Yes, and now he can't stop doing hood shit because it's that thrill, it's that excitement, got, that adrenaline rush. We're that, gonna get to that. We're yes, gonna get to that. Yes, we're gonna we get are. to that. All right. In positive news, though, Good Burger is returning back to the screen. If you remember the movie from the nineties, yes, yes. So they should have just opened a franchise. They should. But one cool thing that Nickelodeon did this is not the tea, but before COVID, I think. Yes. Yeah, so it was before COVID. Um, they brought back all that, which I remember from Nickelodeon, and they actually had a mobile truck, like a Good Burger truck that ran a, went around different states and they set up shop and sold Good Burgers. Oh, that was pretty dope. I've been I was looking for that secret sauce have all you, my have, life. Have anyone of us ever had a Good Burger? I have not. I don't honestly. Where do they sell them at? I don't. Well, so it wasn't a thing, but they made up like a truck so people can go. Oh, like a, like okay. So where was that truck? Located. Um, so when the show came back, it was heavily mostly in LA. Oh, okay. So but here's the thing. So that show was on Nickelodeon. So like you guys, that was probably like in your preteen. Well, yeah, I was a child. Right. So, so for me, I, I have no idea what you're saying right now because I was like kind of beyond that Nickelodeon oh, stage at that point. So, so all that was kind of like the kid version of Saturday Night Live. Got you. And so yeah. that's how Kenan and Kel got their start. Gotcha. So 
They okay. took off from all that. Then they had the show, Kenan and Kel. Then Good Burger okay. happened, and then that's okay. how that happened. So all that, if all my people were listening and watching, you know, all that was all that. It was, it was amazing. It was and all great. my people that are my age that are watching, we have no idea what you're saying. Yes. Just picture Saturday Night Live with, with kids, kids, which is what I'm kids. sad I missed that now. Yes. So, but Good Burger was originally a sketch yeah. that was on all all that but and that featured amanda Bynes, right yes and yeah. she recently was just found wandering around naked yeah she's she's wow. she's, she's going through a you lot of good <laughs> <laughs> she's living that, that life she's right? is that, that a mental health or she just get caught walking i think naked. it was a mental health, oh, mental health she was yeah. she's been going through a lot a a hour hour hour. like yeah. was she like out in public yes but naked those child stars she's been dealing with mental health issues for for quite some time so but um, so Good Burgers returning uh, to the big screen with Keenan and Kel. Uh, the sequel is going to be called Good Burger 2. And they started actually shooting yesterday, mm-hmm. Thursday, in North Providence, Rhode Island around 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, TMZ was told production uh, completely transformed a vacant Friendly's ice cream shop into the new Good Burger joint and gave it a complete 90s facelift to fit the movie. Um, there is no official release date, but it is expected for Keenan and Kel to return full time to the roles for the movie. So this is gonna not gonna be where they hire new kids. It's gonna be where they come in as adults, kind of like they're doing with a lot of the yeah. remakes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Is it, I'm, I'm hoping dope. it's their restaurant. They're running it together. That would be pretty dope. Basically, yes. yeah. I got some. Dope. I got some research to do later. And then dope. marketing afterwards, like I said, y'all could sell that secret sauce. They really could. Yes. That would that would be dope. Was there so there's a sauce? You never seen the movie Good Burger? No. No, she oh. hasn't. Oh, wow. No, this was beyond my time. We're gonna, that's oh, another yeah. uh, <laughs> white girl. That's another white White girl watches Good Burger. Yeah. I've been, I was looking at <laughs> my best teenage college years. Like an undercover brother. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she, All things black. Have you ever watched All Things <laughs> Black? <laughs> what? Have you ever watched Undercover Brother? No, I don't watch anything. Oh, wow. I don't watch movies. Well, you got some homework to do. Yeah. Yes. All I got right. a long drive tomorrow. Maybe I'll Maybe you find will. it. All right. Well, that was a uh, big tea with the team. Even though I got some tea, I'm going to spill it here first on Mud Talk. So we kind of were discussing earlier uh, about the whole John Morant situation. If you don't know about John Morant, um, he got caught a second time waving a gun on Instagram Live. Um, and so a lot of people who were um, kind of supporting him the first time, saying he's just a kid, give him a break, give him another chance. Well, they are not exactly supporting him this time, especially Stephen A. Jackson, who... Uh, Told him pretty much he was a dumbass. Um, mm-hmm. Stephen A. Jackson was one of the people who supported him and was saying, like, hey, like, he's a kid, learn from his mistakes. But this time, a lot of people are just like, yeah, we're done with him. So he's been losing endorsements left and right from Gatorade, Nike, Nike. any any endorsement you can think about. He is, if he hasn't lost it, he's losing it. So I want to know, what do you guys think about this situation? I definitely understand because guns are not toys. And <laughs> you are a... I believe NBA, right? Yeah. You are an NBA player, which means you have children looking up to you and they watch the things you do. So if you feel like that's okay behavior for you to have as an adult, how do you think those kids are going to internalize that message? Absolutely. Looking up to you. You have to be that role model. You made that commitment. Yeah. And he didn't have to have that life. Like I was saying earlier, he Mm -hmm. was not from that life. And I I have a little bit more empathy from somebody who came from that life. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to remove yourself from your friends and family and what you knew growing up. But when you didn't come from that life and you said, okay, I'm going to go into that life. And like you said, got addicted to it and started doing their thing. Yeah. That's not a good example. That's a choice. That is a personal choice. Yes. It's not like, it's a lot harder. I think for somebody that's in the spotlight to leave their family, their friends, their neighborhood, if that's where they came up, mm-hmm. he didn't come up like that. Yeah. That's a, this is just all choice. Yeah, He definitely didn't come up like that. Um, 
I've seen uh, high school photos of him when he had on glasses and he was looking like a nerd and everything <laughs> like that. So it's like, um, once you get into that limelight, once you get that fame, once you get that money, I mean, we don't know his childhood, how he came up or anything like that, but as black people, as black men, superstars, once you put money in front of our face, sometimes we tend to get a little crazy. Mm -hmm. So, but he was around the wrong crowd, the wrong individuals, maybe some of his people that he did grow up in the hood with, they they uh, lured him on to that somewhat gangster style, but he didn't need to be in that. Yeah. So um, I just hope that he figures he sits down and figure out like, hey, you're gonna you're gonna have to pick a side. Simple I don't even that. know if he's gonna have yes. that choice to pick a side. After this, after this, well, and he's suspended from the Grizzlies, right. so yeah, it's, it's a wrap. But and, and then this is the second time too. So yes. right, which is yeah. why I understand, but I don't agree because, like you said, he didn't grow up in that lifestyle. It was a cho choice. At what point, as an adult, do you take accountability? Yeah. Right. Because right. these are your actions. You were given a pass once for you to turn back around and, and do the same. Same everybody thing. in the face who supported you and do the same thing. At this point, no. And this is and this is my thing about it. The thing is, is that the people who were supporting him were like, well, I mean, but he, it's kind of like when they're like, well, I didn't do, I wasn't at work when I did it. It doesn't matter. You yeah. still represent the, the league. You're the league. And they say in your, in the contract for the NBA, this yeah. is a violation. Yes. You cannot do that. So regardless if you're in the car, regardless if you're at a, at a bar, I don't care if you're at church. You have to represent the team at all times yes. because, like Shay said, people are watching you. Yes. You have role models. So being that you are a basketball player, you think people are not watching you 24-7? Yeah. Even if you go to the to Walmart, people are going to watch you. You yeah. could be buying a loaf of bread, and that's it. They're going to they're gonna judge you on the brand that you're buying. On the brand that you're buying. Like, they yeah. just – people, that's just how it is when it comes to the NBA. So for people to say, like, oh, well, he wasn't – you know, he wasn't doing this or doing that. It doesn't matter. You're just on social media, you're representing the NBA and you're representing not only yourself, but your teammates. Well, but, look, but look, though, it's not even that he's on social media himself. He's allowing his friends or his uh, surrounding yeah. people that's around him post and, and, and go live and everything. You should be you yeah. should have the upper level to say, hey, no. I'm not I don't, going, I'm not going well, that's, online. That's like Ralph said. Remember when he said his nephew played in the league and his job, he used to go around with him and pull him out of situations. Because yeah. yes. he, he you, surrounded you be, himself with that. Yes, yeah, he used to be more smarter than that. Like, hey, bro, I'm not going to put me in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, not, not yeah, but not only that, I watched a video of a crip, like one of the lead crips, and like and he was like, he's throwing up gang signs here and there. He's like, bring him to the hood. Look, look, because here's the thing. He goes, the kids in my neighborhood, the kids that are in my gang that you're saying that you represent that you absolutely don't, he goes, they would kill to be in the spot that you're in. Absolutely. And he was like, so I don't know what you're doing. Like, I don't know if you guys saw the interview. It was like with one of the Crips in California. I don't know. I don't know how the whole thing works. But like, <laughs> I, maybe, he, but I don't know the whole gang theory thing, but he was one of the big <laughs> ones in California. But he literally said, he said, come to my hood. Let's show you what it's like yeah. if you want to throw signs. And he's like, because we're not, we're not about that. Yeah. So I don't know. I but just think but if, if you as a NBA basketball player feel like you have to carry a gun around with you, you got enough money to go hire some damn security. He doesn't feel like that. that people are no, saying but that I'm that's just saying, what that's about. No, but I'm just saying, you having a gun on you, even his reason could be, I just want to feel like I got to be gangster with it. 
If yeah. you got to feel like you have to feel like that, then get you some damn security. You make enough money to have security. I don't security. even think it's a security thing. I don't think it's... It's I just him wanting to show It's one him to show People off. are saying that. They're like, get security. That's not even a security thing. That is him wanting to flash his gun just like all the kids do. On, I say kids. That, I just sound a real old. Just like all <laughs> just like all people. Like, like you got people on social media saying, look at my guns, look at my money, look at this. Mm-hmm. That was just him trying to flash what he's doing. But, but it actually happened to another uh, basketball player. I, I can't think of his name right now. Um he got caught with a gun in his luggage in his bag mm-hmm. um a couple years ago like probably like 10 years ago and uh they they suspended and yeah. dropped him from the from the league yeah just because see and that one that i could weapon. see maybe that was for protection you know? that one I and mean, he wasn't over yeah. there flashing around social media no, he wasn't yeah, he, was flashing. Yeah. he just got caught with yeah. it you know so all i'm going to say is john john morant you better learn how to speak chinese real quick cuz that's they going to ship your ass over yeah. to basketball take in luggage you luggage I'm gonna say it like this: Just like the law, ignorance is not an excuse. Period. Yes, yeah, not at all. So, and he's not. I won't even say ignorant. He's just being immature and childish, and yeah. he needs to do better. And no, I feel like it's real ignorant. If yeah, you already got a pass yeah. once, yes. and then you go do it again, you're being ignorant, and that's mm-hmm. what gives us By as a people a bad name. Yeah. Yes, but see, all right, I'm I'm thinking like, is the is there like somewhat of a like Illuminati with this, like to where they're Wait, forcing what? this on him? <laughs> To carry a gun, like to to, to do, what? do to do all these ignorant acts that he's doing. I don't think so. Saying? I think it's just him being young and dumb and wants yeah. to impress people, and he's being impressed or being influenced by the wrong people. He's self sabotaging. Yeah, is. that's exactly. If what you're self sabotaging, you shouldn't be in the league, man. You are you are a superstar. Yeah, well, they, don't are, always, they don't always grasp that here. Right. You, you, you might be a superstar, right. but it has they're young, so their maturity level and mental level isn't yeah. to that. How old is he? He's like 29. He, he's younger than that. Isn't he like in his early 20s? Do I need to I'm, Google this? Let's, let's Google. I just want to know. Let's because fact like, check. Because I can, I can do some brain talk right now that your brain is not fully developed until you are at least 25. And so that means that you can't fully understand the consequences of your actions. So you don't, you act and then you think. Yeah. And my problem, I'm with you. He acted, didn't think. People gave him the pass. That should have been a lesson. I'm, I'm good what with one more. So he's 23. Yeah, so he's not. Okay. He's, yeah, and he's he's sitting around older superstars that I, I feel like nobody even tried to sit down and give him a lesson. Like, hey, yeah, where know. was his team? But see, but see, yeah. I won't even say this because this is what I'm going to say. The young people today talking to them is not working. Mm-mm. Not the young people. I'm talking about the veterans, though. No, but what I'm saying is, even if he was, he could have had people that told him, yeah. like, say, hey. The first time you got to pass, don't do that shit again. This is because this, this is what can happen. The young people today, and I'm speaking from an educator standpoint yeah. and just in period as an adult, the young people today talking to them doesn't work. And they need to know why. And if you can't tell them why, yes, and a good reason why, then it's not. It's, they're uh, not going to because do it. because even That's after nice. you explain it to them, obviously they're going to do it again. They have for this generation, it's all about learning by experience. I wish that if there was a veteran that was going to step up, I wish they would have stepped up and not just talked to them. I don't, and I don't know. This is just, I don't know. But if nobody, somebody should have pulled them in and been like, you are with me. Yeah. Let Sometimes me show it's you. the people around you that want to see you fail the Absolutely. Most. That's, that's why you always have today. to look out for number one. Yes. You have to it's make self. those conscious decisions for yourself. Yeah. Well, and then the people that's around him, 
why why are we going live? What you want to go live because John Miranda's is in the passenger seat, so yeah. you got to show like, oh, I, I really, oh, I really John know him right yeah. now. Yeah, like, yeah. Which means those are the people you should be that exiting sh- out of your life immediately. Exactly. exactly. Watch the company you keep. Exactly. Period. Because if you know that we're about to go do something that probably won't look good on me for the league or whatever, I'm already scrutinized. So with that being said, I don't need you going live. I already have enough pressure. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. They, they, for me, his friends, they did him wrong in the video. Yeah. I mean, I know in the video they, they showed the dude like tried to like put the camera away from him. That in the day, why are you even going that's, live in the first place? That split Correct. second will catch anything. Yeah, just like how I was when he was at the club with the girls and everything, like mm-hmm. all of that. Like, and then would it, and then even with that situation, it would have been fine that he was at the strip club. The strip club wasn't a problem. It's the fact that you're waving a gun around in a strip club. Correct. You know what I'm saying? And again, got caught on Instagram live because you are with the wrong people. Yep. So, John well, Moran. If he was out in the open, then should he be like that practicing on the I don't know. He needs to practice a lot of shit. So I don't know, but yeah, you can't change the people around you. There it is. Change the people, people around you. So, oh, that's kind of simple as that. Yes. All right. Well, Miss Amy, it is mental health. Oh, shit. Hold oh. on. <laughs> I was pouring my drink, and then I got this like foam coming out. Okay, hold on. So it is Mental Health Awareness Month. If everybody did not know. Um, so we here on Mud Talk, of course, we take mental health very seriously, is one of our top priorities. We have merch that's available that we donate the proceeds towards um, organizations that focus on black men's mental health. And so we felt like it was very important today to address, you know, mental health because it's mental health awareness month. So what Absolutely. you got for us, Ms. Amy? So today I didn't really know what I was gonna talk about because mental health awareness month is just a I mean what does that mean? I could have talked about that organizations, I could have said the same thing we say all the time, which is go to counseling. But what I started thinking about was, um, so like like Shay, after our last show, I ended up um, walking out of here and feeling kind of sick. And um, after I, I was feeling sick, I did go out to uh, celebrate my son's 21st birthday, came home on Sunday, felt awful, went to work Monday, left, and I was sick for, I was off work for like the whole rest of the last week. And at about Wednesday, I was kind of sitting in my room and I was thinking about, man, if we took care of our mental health the way that we take care of our physical health, we would have a lot more people who are a lot healthier. And let, let me kind of explain what that means. So I'm real big on the minute I start to get sick, I am big on, um, so what did I do? Also, I started taking my vitamins. I got this whole vitamin concoction that I take, like when I start to feel sick to try to build my immune system. And, you know, I was taking about a 30 to a minute nap to an hour nap just to try to feel better. And every night I was getting in the bath and taking an Epsom salt bath because Epsom salt actually helps replenish some of the nutrients in your body and it helps to you know kind of get some of the toxins out and while i'm sitting in the bath i'm not just going to sit there for 20 minutes so i was sitting in there and i always listen to like a meditation or i was listening to like a inspirational talk i would get out of the bath i would put on some comfy clothes i was going to bed at a decent time my phone was off my emails were off my stress level was down and i started thinking like god first of all if i started taking care of my physical health when i'm not sick and if I started taking care of my mental health and doing those things that I just said that are very mental health smart before I was mentally unhealthy, then it might I, I might actually be in a better physical and mental health state. And so what I think we tend to do is we tend to wait till we're physically sick before we take care of our physical health, right. before we visit the doctor. We tend to wait until we are mentally unhealthy, till we are stressed out to the point of exploding or until we're to the point of depression, I can't get out of bed. And, and I'm not talking about, right now, I just want to make this very clear. I'm not talking about the fact that you have a mental health disorder. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I want to separate that because that's different. That, that actually addresses the brain chemicals in your brain. So some people actually have a mental health um, diagnosis of a chemical difference in the brain 
And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about our general overall mental health as humans. If we didn't wait until we were mentally unhealthy to address our mental health, we would be much healthier with our mental health. And so I guess my encouragement is, is to think about how can you increase and improve your mental health before you're mentally unhealthy. Right. And, and the same thing with physical health. But, you know, so I started thinking about like, what do I need to do? I talked about doing a self-care Sunday. So I do a self-care Sunday because, you know, work gets really stressful. And when you're working with other people's mental health, I have to be very mentally healthy because I'm taking on everybody else's everything. So on Sundays, but I'm like, I, I can't, I can't just limit this to a Sunday. Right. And my encouragement is that you're not just limiting it to, and, and mental health, self-care is a part of that, but that's not all of mental health. And then, you know, I started thinking about, you know, we wait until we're sick to go to the doctor and some people will kind of refuse to go get those well checks and we're very encouraged to go get well checks. We shouldn't be waiting until we're mentally unhealthy to go see a counselor either mm-hmm. and to get that mental health, and that mental support. Now, if you're mentally unhealthy, for sure, go get that mental health support. If you're physically sick, go to the doctor. But if we just allowed ourselves the space to be able to create a situation every day, I'm not saying you have to do all those things. Shoot, I don't have time to take a bath and take a nap. And I mean, I was off work, but just tend to create some sort of space in every day where you're addressing your mental health. And I'm not just saying through self-care necessarily, but, but it's through addressing those things that are causing yourself that could potentially lead you down the path of being mentally unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And so I guess my encouragement is just to try to find that for yourself, whatever that looks like. You know, if you need to go start seeing somebody before the mental health becomes a problem, do it. You know, if you need to create a space where you're actually processing through emotions and asking yourself, like one of the things that is suggested is to ask yourself, like, um, what were three emotions that you felt today? And what was happening right before you felt that? What was happening when you were feeling that emotion and what happened after? And just, just simply, that's a simple exercise to just process through those emotions because sometimes we tend to push our emotions away. And when you push them away enough, you hold it in and eventually it'll come out in some way or the other. So that could be a space. It could just be simply brain dumping into a journal, just whatever comes to your brain, you know, once a day. It could be, and and I'm not even going to say, I'm not even going to say calling a friend and venting. That's great for mental health. But I think a lot of times people just consider that to be, okay, I vented to a friend, I'm good. And that doesn't, yes, that could address mental health, but that doesn't substitute for the other aspects of mental health that we need to do. So if you need to vent, vent, but also address other aspects of mental health every day. Absolutely. Sometimes that could be damaging because that's where you get the bad advice. Yeah. Yeah. The advice that's not looking and, and the, not, the not neutral advice that maybe somebody doesn't keep what you're talking. I'm not saying it's bad. You should definitely get things out. Like I actually called some of you that's watching the show, you know, Greg, yesterday I actually just texted him and this, it's been a while since I've done this. And I said, can I call you? I need to vent. I don't do that often, but I just, I had so much, I could feel it. Like I felt it bubbling up and I remembered, I was like, nope, you're going to start taking care of your mental health before it becomes a problem. That's what I needed yesterday. Mm-hmm. Today, what I needed is I needed some, some, um, some deep breaths. And I, I did that before my day got hectic. I knew a Friday at my job working with, you know, 11 to 15 year olds on a Friday in the spring when it's sunny out a week before school is over, it was going to be a mess. Right. So I said, I'm going to deep breathe now and I'm going to take care of my mental health before it becomes unhealthy. So that's my word. Take care of your mental health the way you would take care of yourself and your physical health and take care of your mental health before it becomes unhealthy. Absolutely. And so what I'm going to do, because I want to, I, I very, very, very much believe in this. Um, the other thing that I do at my, at my job is I am the wellness coordinator. And so my job is to come up with ways that people can, can address their wellness all around. Um, and so our most recent challenge that I came up with is we're all doing a 30 day challenge and everybody could pick whatever part of their life they wanted to work on. But two of the, the challenges involved mental health. And what it is, is a 30 day challenge where I have a calendar and I'm going to actually post it on our Mud Talk Facebook page. 
you can get the calendar right there and it's it's not mine it came from a bunch of different sources don't like sue me or anything i don't know but it's basically every single day you do one thing to just address your mental health and it might be something to address your mental health in a way that's causing you to laugh or address your emotions or journal um but i'm going to post that in case anybody just feels like they want to try it you can do anything for 30 days and if at the end of the 30 days it doesn't work with you then stop doing it but what i've noticed i'm actually doing my challenge i'm actually doing a fitness challenge i'm doing a full body fitness which I don't know why I picked that because my body is killing me. But you know what? I've noticed a change in my body and I want to keep exercising after I'm done, mm-hmm. which tells me, and I've had coworkers of mine say, I'm doing your mental health one and I want to keep doing mental health things. Do you have another one I can do after this challenge is over? Because all it is is just one simple exercise every day to help some aspect of your mental health. Another one is a mental health and walking challenge. So it combines exercise and mental health. So it's just trying to get a certain number of steps a day. And it's not an extreme amount. It's like, but like it's, you might have to yeah. work a little bit and take a walk outside, um, but it's walking and mental health. And then I have one, I believe that's like a self-care. Yeah. So I'm going to post that because I just want to challenge everybody to start taking care of their mental health before they become unhealthy. Absolutely. And one of the things, and I have no problem with venting because we, like we said, we all need yeah. to vent. But before you <laughs> vent, make sure you ask that person, is it okay? Yeah. Are you in a space right. to vent? Like yeah. I said, I texted him. I yes. said, can I call you? I need to yes. vent. Because we need to make sure that, you know, the person that you're venting to, they may have already had their own bad day. They've yes. got their own problems going on. So now they're trying to do with their own and then you come in and put something else on top of it. We have to be careful because that could be damaging somebody else's mental yes. health. So please make sure you, you know, ask them to vent before you do it. And if you ever so. need any other resources, please reach out. I'm more than happy to reach out to anybody and help you with find some resources, connect you with local resources. Um, you know, because here's the thing. We also, some sometimes we do have mental health um, diagnosis that we do need to get addressed and get ourselves back to the point where we are mentally healthy. Absolutely. And and no judgment at all whatsoever. We all we all get to that point. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, Miss Amy, for that mental health matters moment. Like she said, we'll be posting those mental health calendars on our Facebook uh, Mud Talk page. I couldn't think of it for a minute. Uh, We are a podcast called Mud Talk. We are a podcast called Mud Talk. (laughs) (laughs) We will be posting. You're not even drinking, are you? I know. No, I'm not. So, but we will be posting that resource on our Mud Talk Facebook page. And like you, like we said earlier, Mud Talk is always here for you guys. You know what? If you do it, tell me. Yes. Like, I want to hear about it. Like, if you have success, I'd like to hear about it. Um, you know, so if you choose to do it, you know, reach out, message us, you know, we'll, and I'll, I'll and if you need some encouragement, I'm more than happy to help encourage you because it can get a little bit tough. It can. Yep. And so, uh, Mud Talk is always here for you guys. If you ever just need to vent, you got our, you know, we have a phone number. You can text or call 419-827-8255, or you can shoot us uh inbox on Facebook, Mud Talk, or also our email, which is 419-MUDTALK at gmail.com. All right. So. It is time for uh, tips with tea, Red. Big tea with the tea. Nope. Oh, God. Red, <laughs> you still got it wrong. I do that okay. always. No, no, no. This is tips this with tea. This was tips with I tea. I know. It's Red. tips Let's with that. tea. Thank there Red. we go. Damn, Red. We're going to put you. This is big tea with the hey, big tea. Hey, they going to fire me after this. We're going to put your ass behind hey, the booth again. Yeah, they about to fire me after this. One. No. <laughs> but no, we have big tea. Big tips. With the tips. There we go. <laughs> At least I gave you the big tips, Jesus. <laughs> All right, so, um, so tips with tea is where I give you five oh, tips things. Tips with tea. That's what it's, tips with tea. Tips We're with gonna tea. write that down next time. Please, just have so, a little notepad right here. Dude. I got you. So tips with tea is where I give you guys five things of what you should or should not do. And today we're talking about what you should or should not do uh, this summer. 
So because this <laughs> is general, <laughs> just this whole summer. But this summer, yeah. no, because people like to act up during the summertime. Oh, they do. And, and I want to have fun in summer, so I don't have time for the bullshit. So I need y'all to act accordingly. And as the Yin Yang twin said, if you don't know how to act, keep your ass where you're at. Okay. So if you don't know how to act, keep your ass at home. So um, so this week, like we said, is viewers' choice week. And so I did make a post on Facebook to our viewers because I wanted to know <laughs> did what I they thought. On that? You did not. In my head, I did. Yeah. So, but I'm gonna ask you guys too. So just be ready. So um, Trisha Alexander says, what we're not doing this summer is fighting with our baby daddies and significant others. Just leave the motherfucker where they I at. I got real fun. Yeah, I see. I'm not, I'm not fighting with you. Good. Good. <laughs> <over there. laughs> All right. So, but again, Trisha Alexander said, what we're not doing, uh, we're not fighting with our baby daddy and significant others. Just leave the motherfucker where they at. Oh, and this summer we drank it. Not drinking, but drank it. And if yeah. you are going to fight with your baby daddy, do it with the windows open so I can hear it. <laughs> I'm, just so you, I'm just kidding. Amy with the tea. <laughs> right. I'll have all the tea. Um, Tierra Orr says, um, what we're not doing this summer is going to any events that doors open at 10 because we need to be either out or already coming back in. I'm 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 all for that. Like if the if you say doors open at ten, I'm my door is open to go home because I might be that's I, that's late. That's late. I remember the first time one of my younger friends, like way younger, way younger than all of us, said we're about to go out, and I was like, okay, cool. So I'm I'm ready. It's seven p.m. I was ready to go. I go in there and they're all sleeping. I was like, what the hell? And they're like, it's seven. Seven. And I was like, oh, but when do we go? They're like eleven. <laughs> and I was like, I'm in bed or at least at home in the house at 11 yes that was an adjustment like. yes um so i said this summer we're not doing any unorganized trips if they ain't got the funds to go to stay at home we're not we're not doing that i'm not a fan of unorganized trips because if you say what is this so this is may when july comes and you're like oh well i can't go because we've already had this planned out so i'm not i, I do not like that so we're not doing that um, and then I also said, um, if it ain't a day party, then count me out. Like, I, I can't do it. Um, COVID taught me really well that the older you get, the more rest that you need. So if the party ain't cracking by three or four, five is the latest, I'm probably not going to come. I, I am that's, such, you know, that's I am such a thing. day party. Us educators, we love those day parties. I summer. love those day parties. I love me a good brunch and mimosa, you know what I'm saying, during the summertime, a patio party. Yes. But anything after five o'clock, I'm, I'm probably not going. If it yeah, ain't good vibes, it ain't for me. So right, absolutely, that's, that's what we're not doing. I have a bad vibe this summer. No matter what time it is, huh? Nope. Nope. Yeah. So, I'm already, like you said, I'm already in the bed about about seven, eight o'clock. She. All right. I mean, I guess I'll hang out with you guys late night. It's fine. Yeah. I'm not. I'm a late nighter. I guess. So for you guys, what are some things that we are absolutely not doing this summer? We are not acting foolish to the point where nobody else in the city can go do anything in these awesome events that people are doing because we yes. are ruining things yes. and people do not want to come out to these events. So stop acting foolish. And they be the first people to say, "Ain't nothing to do until yeah. you Because you're acting foolish. Yeah, you're right. ruining it for right. everybody else. So stop it. Because you and your cousins and then pull it up and acting a fool. Yes. Mm -hmm. No you foolish just, behavior. If you're not act, keep your yeah, ass exactly. where you at. Yeah. Yep. Okay. What about you, Red? Um, what we done doing this summer is um shit. What we not doing this summer? You tell us. Um, man, I gotta think about this one. I'll pass on this. <laughs> Come back to me. I got um what we not doing this summer is being broke. It's too much okay. money out here. Okay, okay. okay. Yes. I feel that. I so feel that. in summer is the perfect time to move around, do what you gotta do, and, and if you need some help, they can tap into our last episode. Yeah, because there was a whole yes. episode on how you can get yourself in the bag. So go uh, do that. Hello. Okay. Thank okay. you, Michael Allen Jr. And Josh. Thank you. <laughs> I got you. What we not uh doing this summer 
is being a hater. Yes, yes, I like that one. Definitely not. I don't like people who hate on people, other people's success. Ooh, that's, like, that was better. Like, FYF this week. Like, don't do that, man. Mm-hmm. If you see me coming up, doing my best, living my life, don't get mad at me. Maybe you need to learn some advice from me. You know? Yeah. Just okay. don't that's be a, good, a that's hater. A Take notes. Just don't be a hater. <laughs> don't be a hater. Absolutely not. Don't be a hater. Not hater. Yeah. Not doing this, um, this summer, well, obviously not me, but ladies, this summer, where y'all good bras? I'm tired of seeing women <laughs> with bad bras. It, I don't. You, why did you just look at our both of our? <laughs> no, well, because <laughs> did I. Did you see that? Did you see his eyes look at both of our no, tits? No, because I gotta sit on. I know y'all got good bras. Let's, no, but this is a Walmart one. No, this is fitzy, honey. See, <laughs> this is definitely this is from Walmart, and I got it on cheap, and I'm happy about I it. I just it, it really drives me crazy when I see women and. They just they just hang it like get a better bra. Air it out. Um, no, me. I'm not saying they're no, but they're wearing bras and they're not they don't look good. Yeah, don't like bras it. be saggy. They you like do better. Because my boobs potatoes. are saggy. But we're not talking about Straight you. We're talking potatoes. about women who just don't have good bras. And this summer, I. Is it, the is it the bras or the tits? Yeah, yeah. You got on a tank top or something. Yes. Like, no. Hey, yes, yeah, if you just got on a tank top and your titties is just sagging like that, <laughs> you can't no. see I have a beige bra on with a tank no. top. It's, it's not dirty, though. No, it's, 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 it's very clear. We're talking about the ones that just hang out. I got a good Now, hold on. But with that, those are the same women who always talk about they can't find them a good man. What? Who wants nobody you? wants your saggy. Yeah. Nobody so, wants your saggy, I don't dirty want bra. No pancakes thrown over my shoulder, like <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm humping you. No. <laughs> I, 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 he went straight to the hump. I got another one for the summer. This summer we are not going out of the house without proper hygiene. Definitely. Oh because yes, I yes. Well, but it's already that. happening, and it's it's getting it's, a little warm it, yes. out. And I was in the store. Wash the ass. Wash your ass. Put the deodorant on because I don't know. What, the grocery store the other day, I thought I had to I had to excuse myself and leave because somebody, some buddies did not yeah, wash themselves. The pH was a little off. There was a lot of pH off. Yeah. Uh, there was no pH. This summer we not wear last year's sundresses. It don't cost but ten dollars to get a new one. Oh yeah, they got some cute <laughs> ones out there. Yes. And, and yeah. this summer we're letting it breathe. We're just no, the no panties just yeah. letting it go. That's, hey yeah. females, let them old ass wigs go. <laughs> Definitely. What is the, the life cycle of a wig? By itself, do not wear it. <laughs> I want to know the go. life cycle of a wig. How long can you keep a wig? Before? I don't depends even on know. The quality. Do it got an expiration yeah. date? Depends on, on the quality and the uh, maintenance of it. Like definitely. But if you throw your wig in the corner every every time you go home, <laughs> well, don't bring it back out. I mean, this they, what do they put them in? The, like the washing machine? They stand like, them up like, next to the leggings. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I walk into your house and yes. I see your wig just. Floating around your living room. No last summer leggings. I'm about to start selling a shelf that holds your wig, your leggings, and your lashes. Because (laughs) you know what? You're on to it right now. That's how you're getting in the bag. Spider webs. Listen. No Wednesday. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's All right. Well, that was tips with T, and those are things that we are not or are we doing this summer. So just just act accordingly, y'all. We want to have fun this summer. We want everybody to be safe. But we need y'all to act accordingly. And again, like I said, if you don't know how to act, keep your ass where yeah. you're at. How about this? We're not going to take an example from John Morant as to how we behave. At all. Absolutely <laughs> so the there you fuck go. not. I'm going to end on that one. Put keep the glizzies down. <laughs> keep like the hot dogs are Oh, God. Your pole phone. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Told you I 
other night, like we had went out to shoot pool and it was like these, they had to be teachers or something. It was like a group of people. It was like six or seven of them there, you know, sitting at the table and they had a two hour conversation about glizzies. I kid you not. He was telling the story about how the student asked if he wanted one and he didn't know what it was. That's amazing. And, and it was just, how, it was so funny how mesmerized these old people were about the word glizzy. It was hilarious. <laughs> I swear well, to God. I love, messing with my, I love messing with the kids when they act like I, they think I don't know what a glizzy mm -hmm. is. So I just turn around. I'm like, a glizzy, what's that? I, I was then I just talk about how we're gonna have hot dogs for our next party. I don't ever use the term. And they're like, yeah. like laughing, like they're gonna be for like, copyright oh, purposes. That is a hot dog. Yes, Glizzy's not a brand. What? Yes, he's a hot dog. Yes, a hot dog. We don't want people to think that Glizzy is like a brand. We should copyright yeah. or a gun. Or, a gun. or a gun. We're not talking about. We're, not yeah, talking we're about talking about. We're mud talking. Not hot <laughs> All right. Before we get into anything else, y'all, we want to say shout out to our official sponsor of the show this week. Yes. We want to say shout out to Project uh, Three Sixty. Uh, PS Studios 360 is a comprehensive multimedia enterprise that specializes in branding, design, podcasts, and digital media to artists, individuals, and organizations, providing captivating design and media services from all angles. Visit them online at p360studios.com or give them a call at 419-540-8252. Again, that is 419-540-8252 or hit them up online at p360studios.com. Dot com. So shout out to Project 360 for being the official P360. sponsor of Mudtalk. Shout, shout out, shout out, shout out. Yes. Project 360. Yes, we thank you yes. guys so much for being the official sponsor of Mudtalk this week. Sure. All right. So uh, like we said, it is viewer's choice this week. And so we um, actually did a contest online, Many Faces Podcast. Did it. Okay. Yes, I got right, a lot of it. It's such an emotional we need to take a break right quick, quick y'all? Like, what's going on? It's such an emotional show. I left started to, like, run. I didn't want to make him feel bad. For those who don't know, there's a tear just going right down Big T's Man, I've been sneezing and eyes watering This weather is, yeah. I've been waking up stuffy nose. Things are growing. Everything, Yes. So, but we um, did a contest on Many Faces Podcast through the Facebook page. Shout out to Lexi for holding that contest. Um, and so she had people send in topics um, that they wanted to hear us discuss on the show. And the people who commented got uh, free merch. They got nice. free Many Faces Podcast merch. Okay. So shout That's out nice. to the Black Little Brand. Shout out to Many Faces Podcast Studio. Um, but yeah, they got some free merch. So uh, we took their questions. Pulled them up, and we also had some other people who sent in stuff on our Facebook earlier today. So we got quite a few questions. And you can comment too if you have anything you want to add. Yes, absolutely. So, all right. So the first question that we got is from Shante Andrews. Uh, she says, "What can we do to help our youth keep a positive mindset and stay out of trouble?" Be an example. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like if we aren't showing them. And just trying to tell them, like back in the day, we were raised, do what you're, do as I say, not as I do. And I think um, that's the number one thing. Like we have to be, you know, that leader. We have to be that right. example. Yeah. One of the things that um, when we interviewed Dr. Durant, he yeah. he literally said mentoring. Yeah. We need yep. more people to mentor and not even just women, more men. Um, yes. And you more know, black men. More black men. I'm saying that because I run a mentoring program where I work. And I cannot, I can't find women or men of 
anything that's other than not white. Like I can't, it's hard. Yes. And it's like, and I'm going to the depths of the earth and nobody wants to mentor. And mentoring is where it's at because that's the good example that you're talking right. about. Absolutely. And I think people say all the time, you know, I can never work with kids because this generation and that or whatever, be the change that you want to see. Yep. This is the reason why the kids are acting the way they are because they know nobody wants to deal with them. With kids, it takes time and consistency and, and patience. And patience. They're it, kids. They're not going to get it the first time around. Yes. And, and two things with that. Number one, you have to be consistent. Kids love consistency. Yes. So if I say every Monday I'm going to come to whatever school and I'm going to drop off you snacks to this class, up. you need to do that yeah. every single Monday. Are you going to slip up sometimes? Absolutely. We're human. But don't just be like, oh, well, well, I, I miss one. I'm I miss done. one. I'm, I'm done. Nice. Like yeah. I'm out with that. And the second thing with that is we have to be mindful that some of our kids, the reason why they act like adults is because they're forced to be adults. Right. They yes. are in adult situations. So you have they're some hearing time, adult conversations, adult they're, conversations, yeah. seeing yeah. adult things. Yeah. So when you have a 12 year old who may act like they're 21, but what, what are they supposed to do when mom goes to work and they got to be at home taking three or four yeah. kids? their brothers and sisters, and they have to feed them. They have to take care of them. They have to make sure yeah. their homework is done. They have to make sure they get a shower. They have to make sure they're in bed. And sometimes, depending on what time that mom you know, works or whatever, they have to wake them up and get them ready for school. So, of course, as a 12-year-old, like Red said, I might be cussing. I might be smoking. You know why? Because in my mind, yeah. I am an adult. And you know what? Facing the same stressors yes. yeah. as an adult. Because they, yeah, exactly. kids take it out. Like I, I have kids all the time when I'm working with them in my office. My first thing I'll ask a kid when I'm, I'm they're talking about this is, "When's the last time you got to be a kid?" And and I we've talked about this a little bit before, and they'll they'll just kind of look at me weird, like what. I'm like, no, but for real. When, and they don't, sometimes they can't even answer me. And, I, and I'm not faulting anybody. Let me just say, we're not faulting you because it is tough. I've been a single mom. It's tough when you don't have the help that you need. And sometimes it is easier to have your 12-year-old just because it's more convenient. And that's okay. We're not faulting that. Do what you got to do. Ew. But allow them the space at some point in time to be an actual kid. Yes. And I give them the homework. I'm like, okay, so here's your homework. You got to tell me one thing you're going to do to be a kid. And I don't mean a kid running the streets doing things that are not positive. I mean, an actual kid. And it's funny to hear them say the things that they did to be a kid. I went to the park and I, I was on the swings. That's a kid. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm hearing this from 12, 13, right, 14, right, 15 right. year olds. And they're like, and it was weird. I hear it's weird to be a kid. But I'm like, but I need you to keep practicing being a kid because they can't help the circumstances around them. But we need to allow kids the space to be kids. Absolutely. And you know what? If you're having what blows my mind is this sheer amount of adult conversations mm -hmm. that kids should not be hearing. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong. Kids can hear everything. I will whisper. And my daughter will know everything I say because I swear she's got like sonic hearing when it's adult <laughs> conversations. But be aware of what's being discussed when they're just right there in the room. Absolutely. Because the thing these kids tell me, I'm like, why do you know that or what that is or what mm. that? And you know, the, some of the stuff we kind of joke about that you said that you hear your kids talking about it at work yeah. too. And I'm like, kids shouldn't know that. You shouldn't have to hear that. And they take it on. The amount of times that kids will come to me and they're stressed out because they're sitting in a room listening to the adults talk about all the other stresses that they're having. I mean, kids that are 12 going, I don't know how we're going to pay. They will say, I don't know how we're going to pay the bills this month. And I will literally look at them and say, we, we, who's we? You have a job? No, but like, we're not going to be able to pay the bills. Like we might get evicted. That is weighing on them. Yes. You know, I'm not saying that you shouldn't get prepared them for reality, but just be mindful of how you speak to them and how you, if you're going to allow them to hear that conversation, allow them to hear the problem solving conversation. Too. Absolutely. Because you can't just stop with that because yes. they take that on. They do. And once they hear that, that conversation is forcing them as a, as that at they a young age, it. they have to grow up now faster. Mm -hmm. 
you know, as 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 a twelve year old, thirteen year old, like I, I moved out of my mom's house when I was seventeen years old. You know, I went out and got it. You know, I, I didn't need for her anymore. Not saying that, but I just didn't want that responsibility on her anymore. Mm-hmm. Because you but, were because you were around the adult stuff. Yeah, lot. yeah. I was around everything that was already happening. I already knew what was transpiring every day that I wake woke up. So as as a younger kid, when you're seeing that coming up, you have to adapt to it and you have to prepare yourself for that 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 long journey, that longer mm-hmm. life of what you're gonna go through because you gotta wake up every day like, okay, I know my mom's struggling. Now I gotta wake up and figure out how I can help my mom. Right. I don't have a dad in my life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Kids go through that. Yeah. So, and, and I, can I say too, if you're a parent, and I, and I, well, I think they're talking collectively as a community, but if you're a parent parenting kids, um, I, I just, I'm just begging you, you are a parent and you are their parent. Yes. And it's okay to step up and be their parent. And I know it's hard and I know they're going to throw tantrums and fits and they're going to, but I think a lot of, sometimes what ends up happening is kids end up where they're doing and what they're doing because they're not having anybody in their life look at them and say, that is not acceptable behavior. Right. And there's ways you can do it that you're not going to get the pushback that you think you're going to get. But remember, when you've given them so much freedom and then all of a sudden you try to step in and pull that away, which I think is what's happening is our kids are having a lot of freedom out there to kind of do what they want. And when society comes in and steps in and says, "Uh uh-uh, that's not how we behave, then they tend to go out and they tend to behave even worse because they're not used to that like structure, like you said, consistency structure. So if you're a parent, it's okay to be a parent. The fact of the matter is, is, and I can tell you this, all those kids want from you is the consistency, the love, and the structure. Yes. Kids thrive mm-hmm. on structure. Michael Allen Jr. said on the last show, kids spell love with T-I-M-E. Mm-hmm. All they mm-hmm. want is time. time. Right. Make and I'm going to add structure to that. Yes, time They need structure. that structure. They because, need because I can tell you the kids that struggle the most are the kids that have the most freedom. Mm-hmm. Because they come into the world and they're like, "There's not you don't get that much freedom yeah. in the world when you're that age. Not I, only do they inter- internalize the things that they hear and see around them, it's the resources they have available to them, the shows they're uh, able to watch, yes. uh, the internet, all of that, yeah. the places they're able to go. Like you said, if they don't have that structure and they're free to you know, yeah. do whatever they want to do, they're ending up in places they are not supposed yeah. to be. And their brain's like, not ready for it. Their yes. brain's not like, developed enough to understand exactly. the consequences And of then that. you have people who will take advantage of that. For sure. Yes. For sure. Because quite honestly, they're, what was that? One of my very favorite speakers that I let, I... um that I let talk to my kids is they talk about if people are not there to, to kind of basically love you, they're there to capitalize on you. Yes. And and that yeah. means they're there to take you and they're there to like basically use you. And we all know that young minds are very easily manipulated. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, just be careful what you're doing around kids and saying around kids and giving them the structure. Because they listen a lot. They do. They do. And they, they and they, they care do. about you. And, the, and the, that phone, that belongs to you. Yes. I don't care if they pay that bill or not. If they're living in your house, that belongs to you. It. It's their phone. And, yeah. but, and I'm not saying you have to take everything away. But at least process through what it is they're seeing, watching, hearing, yes. doing. Yeah. Set boundaries. Yes. Yeah. And like like yes. Shay said, be cautious of you know where you allow your ch- children to go and yes. you know what they take in. One thing that I am not a fan of, and you know, I'm gonna say it and it is what it is. I am not a fan of bars and clubs who allow kid events no. to be held at no. their bars and establishments. Mm-hmm. Like and, and people have done it, and I've seen it. So people will have, and I don't care if you put a big ass tart over all the liquor. It's still the simple fact that that is a bar, that is an adult place, I and I've, 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 I've seen it. I've seen kids in places where, like, they get weird. Like, if it's a, like a restaurant e yeah. entertainment place, they, you, you can let kids until a certain time, and kids will be in there. 
Because th this is my thing. If this is meant to be an adult establishment, this is what it needs to be. Because once we start allowing kids to be, you know, having graduation parties and birthday parties and bars and whatnot, now we're blurring the lines. Because now my child can say, Dad, I went to the same place where you go. And they think that they're grown. And they think they're, they're allowed grown. to do that. Because they were allowed to grown. do that. So my son, well, he's 21 now. But when my son was younger than, you know, under eight, when he was 21 and younger or younger than 20, you know what I mean? Gotcha. Anyway, not of he was underage. not of age. He was underage. There we go. When he was underage or whatnot, there would be no way in hell that I would allow my son to say, Dad, can I have my graduation party at such and such club, a bar, whatever? How do, what do I look like throwing a graduation party for my son at a place that I know that I go to? That's like him asking me, can he have mm -hmm. his graduation party at Lenny's? You think I'm really about to let you have your graduation party at Lenny's, the same spot that I go right. to? Absolutely, we're, we're not doing that. No. So, but because we allow those things to happen, that's where the the, the lines get blurred. And, and it's the, it's just the asking questions. Like I um I have a you know there's some some kids that I help out with uh, obviously through my job and in my personal life and nieces and nephews and cousins and you know a couple of them were like, hey, we're about to go here, and I'm like, you are absolutely not going to go there. Well, why? Because the kids that are going there are doing things they shouldn't be doing, and they're mm -hmm. running the streets, and that's not going to be your situation. Not, not on my watch. And and you know what? Guess what? They still love me. We still have a relationship. And they respect the fact that I put up a boundary. Yes. And, so, and it's okay to set those boundaries. But I think it all boils down to, if we're looking at a community as whole, is the example we set, the relationships we build, and the fact that we allow kids to be kids. I would say, yes, heavy on letting kids be kids. A lot yeah. of people, when it came to my son, my son didn't get his first job in, in literally until he turned 21. Yeah. And people would ask me, like, well, why, why haven't you allowed your son to get a job? Why does he have a job? I said, because he's a kid, first of all. Not that I have anything wrong with kids having jobs, but our first mindset between me and his mom was he's a child. Mm -hmm. If he wants to go skating, here's $20 and go skating. Yeah. If you want to go to urban air, here's some money and go to urban air. Why do you feel like that you need to get a yeah. job to do kid yeah. shit? You, you are a kid, first off. Second of all, I need you to focus on your grades and also just being a kid. You shouldn't have to be worried about at 14, 15, like, oh, I got to go to work. I'm going to get to yeah. work today. You are a, a child. See, and I actually have a different perspective, just how I have my kids. Like I, I mean, my my son got his job first job at sixteen, but I I put boundaries in place. That he was still able to be a kid, mm -hmm. but because he his first job was at Sky Zone, so first of all, I made sure that wherever he was going to work, it was going to be a kid friendly, kid oriented mm -hmm. job where he wasn't going to feel like he was going to have to. Because like my my very first like real job was I was working with grown adults, and I I was laughing, but I was sixteen working with like forty and fifty year old women and men at this job because it was more of I was making more money and it was like you know doing some certain office work and stuff but like mm -hmm. I grew up real fast and so for him but on the other hand we always made sure that he had the ability that he wasn't working crazy hours mm -hmm. and that there was always a day off during the weekend that he could spend time with friends family to just be a kid and then during the school week that he made sure his grades were right and that he did the activities at school that he wanted to and if work got in the way of that that took priority right so that's it's similar but we just we, I just I also know that I needed him to I knew he was going to go when he like away yeah. far away for college and I knew that it, I needed him to have that responsibility yeah so I, I I did the same but I just did it differently yeah you know yeah but like I said um sometimes it's it's also forced on on kids yeah oh they, for sure absolutely you know is is like they have to go out and go, go get it like they, they yeah they have, have no choice. Yeah. That's how they, that's how they, but, and how sometimes they it could be the parents saying, you go get a job. Like my mom, my mom forced me to go uh -huh. get a job at 16. She was like, if you're going to have a car and you're going to have a license, I need you to get a job. 
So for me, did I want to get a job? No. But once I got that job, was I okay with it? Yes. But then I was still stressed like, oh, man, now I got to handle this. I got to do this. I got to pay this bill. I got to pay car yeah, insurance. You became an adult. It, yeah. it made me low-key be, become an adult. And I guess the other way that you can look at this, too, is I, and this is why I think I, it's that maybe if, if a job is the only way to keep your kids from running the streets, tell your kid to go get a job. Yeah. And honestly, and that's, that's a very uh, opposite of what we just said. Yeah. But it, but sometimes I think idle time yes. is, is definitely a big problem. And so if a job is going to be structured and that's going to teach your kids how to like be off the streets and out of trouble, mm. then maybe that's what they need. But evaluate your kid. Yes. And in order to do that, you have to be around them and give them structure. And they always say an idle mind is the devil's playground. For sure. And, so that, especially with kids. Kids. Yes. With, and structure is not your child watching your kids yes. seven days a week. Or just sitting there watching YouTube all damn yeah. day. That's right. not structure. Structure is actually going and doing something. Yeah. And there's so much kid-friendly stuff to do that you can do with your child. Yeah. You can go to the art museum. You can go to the imagination station. That's free. Parks. Parks, I mean, parks, parks are, are free. Prom you know, Promenade right. Park or Promedica Park now it's called. They have the splash pad downtown. Yeah. They have the oh, that's actually the little light just things. They have no, the, it's a splash pad. Oh, I told my son he could go play in the fountain yeah, downtown. Splash <laughs> pad. It's, it's, it's a, a section oh, down there at night where you can go and Watch the uh, free movies little, and everything. Uh, these little light pads and everything. Yeah, there's um, a lot to do out here. Right, and you, you just know, have to find it. Yeah, and, and I will say that the other rule that I had in my house because um, my oldest son is eight years older than my daughter, and he's twelve years older than my son. I'm not gonna lie, I had stuff to do, and I did ask him to watch my kids an mm -hmm. awful lot. But the rule in my house was it is a job. Mm -hmm. So I always paid him. It wasn't a ton. Yes. But I, I made sure that was the boundary that I set because I didn't want to make it seem like it was something he had to do because then I was removing his childhood. Yeah. Right. And, and there was always a personal choice. I mean, I think I, you asked him, he's like, you didn't give me a choice. But there was always a choice there. And yeah. I was like, but if you do it, I'm going to pay you money. I'm going to pay you what I can. I'm going to pay you per hour, just like a job. That money is yours. It's in cash the minute I come home. Right. Yeah, I'm more so speaking on the parents who have a job working five six yeah. days a week and then you ask your kid to watch then and then yeah. turn around oh you have to watch while i'm go out yeah you yeah. have to give you yeah. know See, like you yeah. say you gave them a choice and yeah. that's my biggest thing absolutely mm -hmm. all right uh the next question comes from nicole robinson uh she says why is it as we stated having kids we decided to raise them differently than we were we need to go back and start whooping our kids, giving punishments and disciplines, and stop being their best friends. I was mm. just about to say that too on the last <laughs> on that last question. That's what so do we loaded. Need to do? Yeah. Whoop these kids. I'm gonna have go a back to whooping their ass. Saying right now, but yeah, I, I, I am, disagree. I'm a, a uh -huh. 50-50 on that. I'm a 50-50. Yes, I, I can I, say I don't that. I whoop my kids, but I, I discipline them to to where if I say something and they know it, then they see that I'm I'm serious. They gonna tighten up, but I don't really have to whoop my kids in order for them to act right. See, you I know? feel like once you set the expectation and you've been consistent with the expectation, you don't have to whoop your kids. My yeah. son, I've had my so you know my son is adopted. I've had him since he was thirteen. He's twenty one. Obviously, I ain't whooping him now. But when he was underage, I've never whooped my son once. Never, ever, ever. Off the simple fact. You know the expectations when it comes to school and when we're at home. Mm -hmm. So when he came home and he had a bad grade, he already he he would come like that. I already know I messed up. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to whoop you, but some people will be like, oh, "You got to F now. Go upstairs. I'm gonna beat your ass." If you already set the expectation and you know this is the academic standard, this is the standard in my household. And if you don't meet it, here's your you don't meet it. Here's the consequence. It don't even have to be me whooping. And you. the consequence doesn't have to be a whooping. I. 
It can be I'm turning the Wi-Fi off. Yeah. The no kids love gonna, Wi-Fi. The counselor in me right. is going to say, and I'm not. And this is me. I will fully say this before I say what I'm about to say. Yes. I have 100% physically disciplined my oldest, probably because I was younger, didn't know better. <laughs> I tried to spank my daughter once, and she was like, "Is that all you got?" So that didn't happen anymore after that because that's just her. But here's what I'm going to say. When people just whoop their kids and there is no, because we are a wide generation, this is, there's yes. a research out there. I'm about to give you some research. There is research out there that says every generation is different. Guess what? We, we might've got whooped. I got my ass beat by, I call it the cutting board. It was the paddle. And it looked <clears> like <throat> my dad literally shaped it in the basement. He stained it. He asked me what stain color. I love my dad. He is the most gentle soul, but he let me pick out the stain color of the paddle. Oh, he was serious. hung in my garage. <laughs> and so paint that ass whooping. Oh, he was going to pick out the I'm color. going to paint that ass yep, red. Yep. So, <laughs> so, and it hung by the door that I walked in every single day so I could see the paddle so I could remember. That's about our generation. We, You can never say that any generation is going to be the same. And and this generation is what they call the Y generation. We already talked about that a little bit. And unfortunately, that's just the way it is. And and I'll tell you why it's the Y generation. Remember this? Because they have these. Yes. They can literally pick up their phone. They can find anything they want to find. They can find a rationale for anything. So what, what we might take and what our parents might take is disrespect. Like if I'm like, hey, go clean up your room. And you're like, why? We might be like, oh, you're going to get your ass whooped now because you just asked me why. That's disrespectful. But really all that's them is doing they just is they know. know and they're asking you because you're their first resource. Because yes. I promise you this. If you whoop their ass and send them upstairs for disrespect, all they're going to do is get on this phone and try to find out why themselves mm. for whatever it might be. And so and the other part of it is, is that when you use physical punishment and you don't provide and I'm not saying I'm, I'm anti that there are certain circumstances where it may be OK. And I, I've, I've never found success in the children that I've worked with. It All you're doing is producing angry children. Yes. yes. And you're producing children that do not want to open up to you. Yes. They're producing children that don't want to do anything that's going to be productive for you. And I know, and I know, I know it because I hear it all day at work that this is, oh, you're wrong, you're wrong. I know. They're, if they're complying with you, they're complying long enough to appease you. And the minute that you don't need to be appeased, they're going to go out and they're going to fail. Yes. And whether that's whether that's when they're a teenager, whether that's when they're an adult, they're not going to know how to process their emotions. And then we're going to end up with a whole bunch of very angry, mentally unhealthy adults. Whereas I'm not saying if, 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 if a whooping is the consequence that you've chosen, I'm not going to say that that's 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 on that's on you. But like you said, set the boundary, say the consequence and then it's OK. But the whole you got enough now you're getting whooped and they don't know that ahead of time or did you just ask me why? That's it. You're getting a whooping, yeah. or just a whooping for no reason. They don't. They their it's minds gonna, aren't processing. It's, it's going to confuse. It's going to confuse them and cause angry people. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And I, I would say the way we were raised, like they do as you were told, yeah. um, not as I do. The whole um, speak so. when spoken to. Yes, because I said so. Mm-hmm. Jump when I say jump. It, it's all again, just like with the whoopings. It's emotional damage when, again, all our kids want to know is why. And then once you explain why and give them that reason, now they have the mental knowledge to make effective decisions throughout their, you know, adulthood. So you're actually instilling a lesson with conversation and communication. And and, and it's much more effective. I found if I look at the kid and say, let me explain to you why I had an incident with one of the children that I raised the other day where they did something that could that greatly could have had a great consequence in my life like severe mm-hmm. and they didn't understand and i said what I, I need to explain to you why this is an issue and how your actions impacted me and i need you to see it right and once we saw it it was a very much like like the tears like oh my gosh i'm so sorry and then guess what i can promise you that decision's never going to be made again right because 
of the why because I answered, I could have, I mean, could have easily just whooped him and moved on with life. Yeah. But we're going to have that same problem two weeks later. Yes. Especially if they don't understand it. Yeah. And then I was going to say too, a part of the reason why I feel like I'm a better parent now than I was parented is because I learned from the way I I took what I didn't like as a kid and I didn't want to project that onto my children. I didn't want to pass down that trauma. I didn't want to continue those cycles. I wanted to break the chain and generational curse with me. And sometimes with parenting, it starts with you. It has to start with you. And when you talk with your child, you might find out the reason why. Like for So for example, always a reason, always a reason. So for example, your kid comes home and and brings grades home that you don't like. And so you whip their ass. Guess what? You don't know that your child may not just simply understand what's going on. Yeah. Your child may need an IEP and you don't know that. Yeah. Yep. But you don't know that because you're too busy trying to whip their ass and they yeah. simply just don't. Or get your child may be having some sort of like there might be a bullying situation. Bullying situation. That they don't, they like, or, or maybe it's just they're, they're not sleeping at night. And, and, and or they're they tired from babysitting all your all kids, kids yeah. all night, cooking like, dinner all sure. night, getting up with them kids and taking them to school and mm-hmm. coming back home with yeah. them. And, Sometimes, that too. and then they come home and bring the grade card. And now you like, I'm whooping your ass. You know, I don't like these grades, ma'am. Do you know that I've been right. getting bullied for the whole first quarter? Did you know that I and don't? And the kid that said that I have to work in a group with that they made me is the one doing it. Absolutely. You know, and they might have not have totally made them feel comfortable. Or I, nobody believed them. Or mom, dad, I may simply don't know how to read. Maybe these letters yeah. are looking backwards to me. So, right. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I need help. But whooping yeah. their ass is not going to do anything. And the second thing that whooping doesn't do, well, does do, whooping to me causes anxiety in kids. For sure. Yes. And, I, and I'm yes. speaking from my personal yes. experience. I've probably gotten whoopers on like one hand that I can probably count is probably one hand. But even just from that, I remember even being a, a teenager and just simply like, damn, like I didn't mess. Not know, I know that I'm not going to get a whoop because I'm a teenager, but I know that my mom is going to come home. She's going to yell. She's going to bitch. She's going to complain. She's going to do this. So now I have this constant yeah. anxiety. So that causes anxiety in our kids. And then guess what? Now, as an adult, now you have to deal with anxiety. And now we have a whole society we do. dealing with anxiety. PTSD. And trauma. PTSD and, and trauma. And I, I don't want to say, I don't want anybody listening that's an older listener, that, like their parents age, to think that that's something that they've done. Because guess, guess what? They're healing from the things that were oh, from absolutely. their generation. And, and, and we're just, like, I, like I, told, I told a student this today. I said, listen. I said, all I need you to do today is be a little bit better than we were yesterday. Mm -hmm. All I need for this generation is for us to do a little bit better than was done for us and to break those generational curses and know that, like you said, whooping is not going to solve anything. If I like boredom, boredom is a huge one. A lot of times kids behavior is just straight up rooted in boredom, hunger, Mm -hmm. physical illnesses that you don't even know that they're struggling with. Most definitely. And, and, And if you're not stopping to figure out why you're just beating their ass you're never going to find out why and then and then i can tell you this they're not going to tell you the cycle is only going to continue yeah absolutely i had to figure out that um because i'm still fairly a new parent you know i have a five-year-old and a four-year-old so i I used to whoop them when they would pee on themselves but now my kids would wake up and they'd say hey daddy i peed on myself on accident they'll tell me and i'm like it's okay you told me it was an accident. There's no reason for me to get mad at you. As long as my kids recognize that what they did, there's no reason for me to get mad at you. Or, or... And in reality, they probably couldn't help the fact that they had an accident. Yeah, and that's right. what happened in my son's yeah. case. My son was about six at the time, six or seven, and I couldn't understand why he was continuing 
you know, because during the day he would stay dry. Come to find out it was a whole medical condition yeah. to where right, he even so, had to have surgery yeah. to where his, you know, hole wasn't open yeah. enough to where he could relieve relieve himself. And then even when he did go, it'd be everywhere and we couldn't understand why. Right, right, right. And and then the side note is that now if I'm getting, and I'm not even saying bathroom things, whooping in general, if I'm scared, or I'm anxious. And that's going to make them even scared because they are bathroom, already scared. It comes out right. bathroom waste. So yes. you're making you know an already saying? traumatic yeah. situation yeah. more worse than it has exactly, to be. Exactly, because they're already scared you know? and they think that I'm going to yell at them and get mad at yeah. them or right. whoop their butt because yeah. they, I'm like, it's okay, Another one baby. I see is kids will spill something. You said it was an accident. It's yeah. an accident. You told me that it was an accident. I, yeah. I'm glad that you are acknowledgeable that you know that it's an accident. So Right. I'm fine. Yeah. We're good, baby. So and the fact that yeah. the kids are just talking to you about it. Yeah. That's why I just tell the thing that drives me nuts is like I was when kids knock over drink. Like I've seen more kids get whooped because they've spilled something. Yeah. I most promise definitely. you this. I, I would never. I'm, I can't yes. do that. I'm not, I'm saying not about you. to whoop I'm you. I'm saying but... people in general because their yeah. muscles aren't developed enough. Right. You know, I spill shit. I mean, you wash me. There's a whole blooper reel. <laughs> spill you know? shit, break shit. You know what? And right I think though. I think the other thing is is as adults, I think we this is a great way to develop empathy as adults and dealing with kids and whoopings, and I'll be done. If you yourself wouldn't want to be treated that way, if you made that decision or that choice, then we shouldn't be treating kids like that. We expect exactly. much more out of our kids because the fact of the matter is, is when I spilled that wine, if somebody's like, yeah, I'm going to whoop your ass because you spilled wine, I'd be like, fuck, no. Yes. But, but but we do that with kids. You spilled your milk. I'm going to beat your ass now. So like I've the way I look at it is if you would not want to be treated that way, if you did a behavior or something, we expect a conversation as adults. So do kids. Yes. Yeah. You know, they're, we're human. So all right. I'm done. I'm off my soapbox. All right. Uh, my next question comes from Dollar Darla Barnett. She says, I you said her name was Dollar. I was like, that's no, a great name. Darla. Darla. Darla Barnett. Uh, she says, are we setting good examples for our children? And if so, what does that look like? I think Shay already covered that. Yeah. I feel like we've I, answered I, that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I'm setting a great example for my children because um, every time I get my kids, I actually just had my kids today. Um, and they always sing this song. They be like, "I'm a cool dad. I'm a cool dad. Did you I got a cool dad." No, you no, it's actually a show on YouTube. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's actually like, a show Let's sing on the YouTube. daddy, the cool dad song. No, but they be singing like, "I got a cool dad. I got a cool dad." So that 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 inspires me to like just motivate them to you know just just to be positive and stay positive and just know that. Positive I'm yes. a cool dad. Like, I'm gonna keep it short and simple. My kids know not only do I talk the talk, I walk the walk. Absolutely. So if I'm asking them to do something, whether it's a chore or whatever, or the way I treat them, if I don't want that energy in return, I don't project it into the most world. definitely. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna answer this in a different way because I think what they were asking us collectively as a society, we yes. examples. And the answer is no. And I and I think I think that there are people out there in pockets of people that are great examples. But I think the examples that our kids are looking up to, because we're not monitoring what they're watching, because we're out there allowing them to be in grown people conversations and grown people behaviors and grown people areas. Yes. I think the problem is is that we're allowing our kids to be exposed to way too much stuff that adults are doing, and that's not a great example of who yes. you should be. And, and and let me add to that because I'm gonna say this, and because we're not making them feel comfortable enough to come have those yes. conversations to what with us about what they saw yeah. or they don't feel comfortable enough to come to us when they have a question about yeah. something. Yes. So what I say when it comes to my kids, like I've always instilled them, you can come talk to yeah. me about anything. Me too, I'm never sure. going to judge you. I'm always going to love you. Yeah. Um, I'm not that parent. Yeah. 
So if you want to talk about something, no matter how ugly it is, uh-huh. I'm not here to judge you. I'm here to guide, teach, and direct. Absolutely. Yeah. And the way that you respond after the fact, when we are human, you know, I always say, I'm sorry I was harsh. I'm sorry I do that, but I love you. I care about you. You know, that's never going to change. Yeah. But I think collectively as a society, I think we are not great examples for kids. And I think a lot of our issues. We can do better. And we can for- definitely do better. And the we thing is, we, ha- we have to stop thinking or making them feel that the adult shit they're doing is cute. You know what I'm saying? Right. A lot yeah. of times the adult stuff they're doing, we're like, oh, that's so cute. Just like, for yeah. example, at when we were at uh, when we did the Halloween event uh, with Lexi. And Lexi, first thing she was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, baby, you disqualified because they was because yes. the adults were saying like, good knees, good knees. Right. Why, why are we yeah. telling so, a child yeah, that no, she no, has no. good knees? A child and why are they playing that at kid parties? That is not acceptable. I don't yes. care how you explain it. I don't care how you rationalize it. No. Any function my kid is at, if I hear good knees, we're leaving. leaving yes. Exactly. Yeah, we playing Sesame Street around here. No, not in front of my kids. <laughs> no, I know. Not in front of my kids. But I'm, I want to go back to where we are in our community because I, I think, too, I think a lot of the issues that we're seeing in our community with our kids acting out and doing the things that we're doing and seeing them on the news and we're talking about the violence, um, I'm seeing a whole lot of parents that, and I'm not saying it's their fault, but I'm seeing that kids are seeing, not only say parents, adults, people in the adult world mm-hmm. doing the same behaviors and interacting. Oh, with these absolutely. Children. And I think that, that if we want to change that to go back to the first question, those adults, we get that's got to stop. Yes. And we, I don't care if they're your kids or not. If you were an adult and you were doing adult things, do not let those juveniles around you. I don't even care. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you have juveniles having young kids. You having kids having kids. Yeah. 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 Just like the girl who was on live letting her baby smoke the weed. A baby baby. Yeah. Not even yes. a kid that's asking. 15 year olds. But you know what though? I'm, yeah. gonna say, I'm actually going to say this to you. The teen pregnancy rate has actually dropped dramatically in the last 20 years. It's not the kids having kids. It's the access and the fact that everybody wants to be in the spotlight. And so when we got kids, girl, I got a, I got oh, a everybody girl, wants to have be a kid smoking yes. weed on it, on trending and whatever, trending yeah. and viral. That's what's happening. Yeah. And and that's the problem because because teen pregnancy has been a thing forever. I yeah. Mean, even even before. And, and, it's, and it's actually dropping. And that's just because I think that is a benefit of having some information, and some, yes. some it's more all about knowledge. The parenting and stuff. But the, the parenting yeah. is it's yeah. the example that people are, are yes. setting in the. But I want to be famous. But it's also like you said, we need adults to be adults, and that's why at the Halloween event, I have so mm-hmm. much respect for Lexi. Yes. Because because she, sad to say, not only did she disqualify that child, but she said something to that parent. She was like, we're not doing that. Yeah. Like that good knee stuff, we're not. But yeah. why as an adult are you hyping up saying good knees, good knees, and no shade towards country because he made that song for adults. For adults. adults. An adult event. An adult event. No kids. Event. No kids. So yeah. why are we going to, a, to kid events and saying good knees, good knees to a child? Right. So now guess what? Now, now that child is gonna be well. Not only that, the child may not even know what good knees is. So what's the first thing they gonna do? Go on TikTok and type in and good like, knees. Oh well, I want to go be have good knees on TikTok, and I want to go get viral. Well, it's the and, same you know, with the little girls twerking, and yeah, those yeah. are uh, okay. So the origin of those dances were not for the sexual acts, right. but mm-hmm. that's what it showcases. But that and that's what it's gonna actually lead to mm-hmm. those sexual sexual things because you and then you can't control who's watching or exactly. or recording yeah. or the way you have predators in this world literally. so you have to there, teach there are, your kids it's a way to conduct yourself yes and there are literally predators who go on to tiktok 
and save okay. the videos. Yeah, they save it, and you can you can see who saves your yeah. stuff. You know what I'm saying? So you have grown men who go onto these TikToks and watch these child TikToks doing good knees challenges, and they're saving them or twerking or, or twerking or doing know. whatever. But of course. That kid is going to do it because why? I was just at a Halloween event where adults yeah. was telling me. And also, <laughs> we have adults out there. Going back to the question, are adults good examples? We have adults that want to be in the spotlight. Yes. So they're and and no and, and for not the right reasons. And and yes, that is adult behavior. And yes, that are, are adult things. And we're okay with adults doing it. But when you're doing it and you're allowing your kids to see you, they're gonna kids do what you do. Absolutely. Not only that, but when you post it, you can't control who Correct. sees it mm-hmm. unless so you again, are posting it for adults only. That, Positive. Even if you do, yeah, you don't have once. Okay, and this is what I explain yeah. to my kids. Yep. When it comes to the internet, once you post a video or anything, it's, it's in the world. Forever. It's in the cloud. You have yep. no control on over mm-hmm. who hands it lands into. Just because I your intentions may yeah. be good, but. That may not be yeah. what your content is used for. And when it, just because I have strict stuff and I don't let my kids see it, that doesn't mean that you're not going to be like, oh, yeah. look at that. And watch this with your, your kid. Your kid. Right. And, and then your yeah. kid coming back to my kid. Yeah. Oh, I saw your mom doing this, that, and the third. No. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, next question. So this is from Cherie Stokes Crawford. She said, what do you think we can do to actually bring back the village? Well, I think you answered Nothing. that too. Mentor. I'm, I'm going to say it like this. Um, back in the day and even now the same situations, I, okay, to best answer that, no closed doors. If we're going to have a village, you still have to watch who you even let your kids hang around. Mm-hmm. So I have to understand, I have to know that you have the same mindset and views mm-hmm. and, and morals that I do before I let you even come close to my child. Yeah. Yes. Rather that's a neighbor, a coworker, yeah. or whatever the case may be, yeah. because not everybody has good intentions. Yes. And also in order to bring back that village, us as adults, we have to be willing to take accountability yeah. and yeah. let somebody hold us accountable. Yeah. So if I come to you and say, Hey, Michelle or Miss Amy yeah. or Red or whatever, your child did this, and you like, well, what did they do to my baby first? We didn't or know, if I correct your yeah. child as the village. Or, or if I'm at the party, yes. your kid shows my kid down on the slide. I'm like, uh-uh, we're not doing that today. But now you mad because I didn't say you're something coming to at me, You're coming to my house. You're banging on my door. Why would you speak to my kids? You have that. We have to accept the fact that if we want the village, we have to allow the village to work. We have to right. allow the village to village. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A lot the of village. people to village, okay? Because I remember growing up where, you know, my grandmother and other parents of the block, they were checking the shit out of other people's to say, kids. They I were doing that. To say the Especially same thing. if yes. you are over my granny house, that means that I'm checking you. You are a yeah. child in my house. So Look, if I tell you, to, yeah. well, whoop them or not even we're that. Not Remember, we, we, we're past that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, but still. But, but, you're saying back in the day, Well, then back in the day, they did. But simply, or I'm going to say something. Yeah, or I'm going to say something to your child. But if you have a problem with me saying something to your child in my house, then don't bring your yeah, child Don't come me. at me if you're going to come on my porch right. and start yelling at me because I told your child to not behave that way. Yes. And you have house. to be realistic because you are not always right and you're open to learn every day because you may feel um, a certain way about, oh, this is how this is and this is supposed to be when it comes to a kid. But then if I bring another point of view, please be open to understand and mm-hmm. listen to my point yeah. of view because you are not always right. Your kid is not always right. Right. And to be the village, you actually have to be around. Yes. And so you can't be the village if you got kids raising kids and watching kids all the time. You know, in my village, I don't care if you're in my driveway and it's dinner time, I'm going to feed you. Just like when I was a kid and it was everybody, it might, it might be PB and J. 
It might be PB and J cut in half, but you're gonna get. Something. It might even be a popsicle. Yeah. 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 yeah, if you're cutting my yard yeah. and I got the popsicles yes. out, you're getting one. You're getting one. It doesn't have to be a lot of money. I'm just saying, like, we have to take care of other people yes. and our neighbors. And so part of that is, is I can't do that if I'm not around. Yeah. Or if so, I'm out, yeah. I'm, I'm it's all about effort. That, but know? see, exactly. we also have to. Our society has to get away from this whole mentality of, well, that's not my child. My child, my uh-huh. child is good. I, I feel like yes. society has gotten so focused on just simply your child instead yeah. of all the kids that is part that's part of that's the part of the problem because the fact of the matter is is that if your kid is around another person's kid they're being influenced yes so it's better if you have that village yeah. around here because then everybody's like you said in the same mindset yeah. and you but, never know what that kid is going through absolutely. Like, and a lot of times with people too it doesn't hit them until it hit them yeah so mm-hmm. you so focused like oh well that ain't my child and whatever but then the moment until, and, it's, you know, your child. until it's your child so whether yeah. it be them getting uh, into a fight and it's posted on social media you violence is happening at an all-time high so that's then that's the moment people are like we got to do something about the kids where were you at when it wasn't right. your kid and, and that whole no stitch mentality like, oh, oh i'm not don't worry i'm not gonna tell i'm not telling but no if your kids have this kid you need to let somebody know yes because yeah. with your when you're turning that blind eye you're turning the blind eye of your whole community and it impacts if see, for the people that are the me, me, me people, it's impacting you yes. and your kid might not be up front right then. But if, if, the, if your neighborhood, your village, your city isn't right, then that's going to impact you and yours. And unfortunately, you know, that's the situation because like yeah. you said, if you don't take care of it, eventually it could be your child. So, yeah. so if we're not tackling the problem as a whole, that problem can spread yeah. out. And then eventually, you know, and we don't want it to happen, but it could possibly be your child. Yeah. So that's why we can't just care about just your child. We have to care about the yeah. entire village. Which, which, like I said, going back to what you said, Dr. Durant, we need mentors. We yeah. need people who are going to step up and say, I want to be that positive example. I want to be that village. I try to get people all the time like, hey, I need someone to step up. I, I have kids because they don't have that village. I need kids to throw the money. I need donations for clothes. I need food. I need this. And a lot of it, if it doesn't impact their kid, they don't care. Yes. And right. if, But we have to know that to be the village means that we have to help the village. When people are down, when people are up, like you got to be able to help however you can. Regardless. Yes. All right. Well, so this next question is nothing youth related, but uh, this is from Judy Ann. She says, do black lives really matter or do we scream it because everyone else does? Mm. Uh, you see <laughs> i mean I, I feel like all lives matter um again uh dr king spoke about equality and that's big here in america but then you do have to address the situation to where everybody is not always treated equally um and we have to be honest about that so yes i do feel like black lives matter yes do you think do you think this the question that's being can read, read it one more time so how so the just, question yeah, was do it, black yeah. lives really matter or do we scream it because everyone else does and i i wonder if this person's asking and i i if they're asking because they want to say like are we just screaming it to scream it or are are the actions of people following that yeah and i feel like that that's kind of how i interpret it mm-hmm. that i feel know? like um as far as saying black lives matter um i feel you know sometimes we honestly i feel like we don't care about it until something big happens i'm not saying everybody you know what i'm saying i do feel like the people who really are in the trenches who are working hard who are activists and making it happen obviously they care but we don't see people really scream it and say it until we have situations like george floyd or we have sandra bland or we have tamir rice right. and that is why people don't take the black lives matter movement seriously 
at least not all the time. And so I feel like if we're, again, consistency, if we are going to really make a change in this country when it comes to black lives, we need to start, number one, we need to put in the work and actually do the work. Practice what you preach. Practice what you preach. And then number two, we got to do that for each other. So I can't say, I can't be out here saying black lives matter, black lives matter, black lives matter. And I'm pissed off about George Floyd, but then, yeah, I'm about to go out here, go out here and I'm going to murder somebody who looks just like me. And I I will say coming from a a different, you know, perspective race wise, every time any one of my, like, if if I I get this a lot from a lot of my white friends, like why they, why black people always scream black matters. And and then, you know, the number one, you know, what you just said is the number one, but how can black lives matter to black people because there's black on black crime. And, and, and so I guess my question is, aside from what you just said, what else needs to happen so that, that people who are black can, can show that black lives truly do matter all to the point where people who are not black can look at it and say, wow, black lives really do matter to that race. So it's going to matter to us yes. too. That's so, my question. I don't yeah. know. I, well, so I always say, you know, so I was part of the commu- community solidarity response network that's here in Toledo that does the work for black lives matter chapter. And for me, it was when the whole Trey Mir, uh, Trayvon Martin situation happened, that's when I got deep into my activism. For me, it was more so he's a kid and I need to do something. Like this this is serious. Like we have kids who are getting killed. He was 17. Then we had Tamir Rice who was 12 years old. You know, it was just way too many situations. And that's for me when I got involved. But I always tell people, if you want to make a real change, the real change starts in legislature. That's that's the real change. We can be on Facebook all day long and say hashtag Black Lives Matter. We can wear the Juneteenth shirts. We can do whatever. But the real change starts in legislature, which means that we have to start attending city hall meetings and figure out what the hell is going on. We have to start attending. I would even say school board meetings because we education affects black lives. We have to start going to these legislative meetings and start making our voices be heard and not just being on Twitter with 150 characters doing a hashtag it starts within legislature and then it trickles down because if we want to be honest majority of the racist people are in power whether it's senators whether it's police officers whether it's hell we had a president who was racist you know what i'm saying so it starts within legislature and until that happens we can scream all we want but until that happens people are not going to take us seriously so but i so i guess my question too is like what what is what needs to be seen in the black community, like that, like so that that can't be an argument. Like, I'm not saying how do you stop black on black crime because yeah. guess what? There's white on white crime too. Unity. Yeah, yeah, unity. And, so unity. I would answer unity, unity yeah, that yeah. one because it. it how did oh, I can't think of the saying right now? But together, no, it's together we stand. Divided we fall. Yeah. We have to be united when it comes yeah. to the black community. What would that look like? Actually, physically look like? I'm just like peacefulness. Yeah, <laughs> but, but it can't because. Everybody's always hating on somebody else. Like, yeah, it's that. Is. You know, it's it's always gonna, gonna be somebody who don't like somebody from a different side of the neighborhood, or a person who feel like they got up one on the other. That anger and misguided yeah, that, frustration yeah. from past trauma, yes. childhood trauma, yeah. whatever the case may be, um, lack of structure, lack of necessities. So I was um, I was so, just gonna say that when we had Councilwoman Venice Williams on the show, she said. The people that are out here killing people, most of that comes from poverty. People yes. are killing because they don't have no money. They don't have no jobs. Right. So therefore, the only way they know how to get it is, I'm going to go out here and go rob somebody. Yeah. That's the only way they know how to get it. So number one, we have to figure out how can we, 
as people overcome poverty. Now that's difficult because I and mean, some of that happens in legislature. It like happens in legislature. Absolutely, yeah. it happens in legislature. But also, too, we have to understand that we are not. And I'm just be honest: as black people, we're not on the same playing field as white people. We have to work twice as hard to get it. But again, like Amy said, that has to be with their legislature. You have to make your voice be heard because these people that's in office, they're making decisions that affect us, but we're not speaking up and saying anything. And I think that I, I think what you said about the unity actually is, is, is super important because you nobody's going to listen to a divided group. No, and if you're going to stand up and step up, like it has to be a decision together collectively because you're right. You, there, there are things that are happening right now that you have to go step into legislature, but nobody's going to take anybody seriously if you're not united together. And it has to, then going back to what Fred said, how can we be united if I'm over here hating on somebody because they're having success and I'm not? So it sounds like it really needs to start with the whole like perception of I, this is just what I'm hearing perception of how we you other people celebrating people's wins rather than being yeah. jealous of the fact that I'm people. Gonna you, I'm gonna give you your flowers before I, I try to give you dead flowers. Yeah. I'm gonna give you your good flowers before I try to give you your dead flowers. Do you give people good flowers? That's all the time. <laughs> I'm just checking. <laughs> but, but basically, not even, not even hating and giving flowers. I'm saying like. Getting, being jealous see. to the point where I'm going to make sure that you don't have anything because I want what you have. Mm-hmm. We have to collectively mm-hmm. want. That's why supporting black owned businesses, yes. supporting the community. I think it's that to me, that sounds unique. And, and it is. But it also goes back to Shay point. Us as people, as a black community, we have a lot of trauma that has to be healed. So, for example, the whole hate, the whole being a hater thing that comes from back in the day from being a crabs in a barrel, you oh, know, yeah. Back in the day, in order for they didn't want us to be united, so they found ways to keep us divided. Right, Whether right. it was you a house Negro, you a field Negro, or yeah. the brown paper bag yeah. test. If you weren't as as light as a brown paper bag, you couldn't get in. Yeah. Or it's just yeah. it was so many things that kept us divided that eventually that just became our mentality. And so therefore, if I'm in the house and you in the field, do you really think I really care? about what's going on with you. I'm in the house. I'm chilling. Yeah, 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 I'm still a slave, but guess what? I'm not up there in the field. I got the house benefits. I I would say nowadays, again, it stems down to accountability because we're all afforded the same opportunities. If you chose not to get up and go to school and get your high school education, you cannot be mad at me for getting mine, going on and moving further with my life, going to college or opening my business, where at the end of the day, you chose to make the wrong decisions. And now you want me to feel bad and help you because you chose not to do the right thing. That's not going to happen. We all afford it the same 24 hours. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, the biggest haters t- tell the most lies about you. Yes. So in conclusion, I do feel like, you know, black lives matter, obviously, but we need to really put in the work and we really, if we want to see change, we got to, we have to really go hard and we have to mean it. And it can't just be, when the next you know, big situation happens. Yeah. It can't be the next George Floyd. We don't want the next George Floyd. No. We don't want no. the next There shouldn't Sandra have Blake. to be a George Floyd. It shouldn't Floyd. have to be a George Floyd for that to happen. But here's the thing too. There are things happening in our own community that we need to stand up for to prove like we can come together as United Front. Because I remember during COVID when George Floyd happened, People wanted to lay all out in the street and block traffic and yeah. come together. But then, boom, once everything died down, we just went back to our regular life. But guess what? Those type of things are happening in our own community. And no shade, like, of course, we're going to fight that good fight for George Floyd. But we have George Floyd situations happening in our own community yeah. that we need every to day. stand up and for And not even day. just George Floyd, because I know it's the minute people say that, it's just it, that they're immediately going police officer in. Yeah. in but, but there's 
situations happening every day that aren't going to allow people to be united. Yes. And the fact of the matter is, is here's the thing. And this is me. This is coming from white girl, white girl from mud talk. Guess what? Black people, you guys have such a powerful, amazing, great energy. Yes. And united together, it would be completely unstoppable. Yes. And and I just I I, I want to see that in my I'm about to sound like an old lady right now <laughs> in my lifetime, but I do. Oh, I, yes. I, I want to see that. Wanna like see. like the fact that like the, but but it need but it has to start with the trauma healing, yes. the stop the hating and the unity. Yes. But the but just the just the power that could come out of that. I just hope people can see that. Absolutely. I hope you can see that. Yeah, I would say the biggest step is. We need uh, change in, legis- in legislative, for sure, um, and, and we need to start there. And like I said, it goes to going to those city hall meetings, or yeah, city hall meetings and city council meetings, and listening to what these people are doing and these bills and laws that they are passing, and having a voice. When, it's not, a voice. when it's not okay, just stepping up and saying it's yeah. not okay. Yeah, it's but to do that, you have to be yes. educated. Yes. Like yes. You, said, you have to know what you're doing. You know, think about what it is that's impacting things. And get it's even and just it. showing up. Yeah. You can't expect to change if, oh, I'm going to tell you how to do it, but I'm not going to step up and help do it. Help do it. And right. vote. Go out and vote. Yes. Like the fact of the matter is, is that when people choose not to go out and vote, and don't then trust y'all me, get mad the, at what, the candidates aren't always great. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Like We don't always yeah. have great candidates, but do your research and figure out what candidates are going to get you closest Who's to where you need to be. Who's going to help you unite? Who's going to help you have that voice and start cutting some of these systems that are made to separate? Yes. Exactly. All right. Okay. So, um, so we I have another. <laughs> we get real passionate. I get real passionate about this. Yes. All right. So our next question comes from Stephanie. We kind of hit this already, but you know we can discuss it real quick. Uh, what can we do about the teen crime and murders in our community? Watch your children. Set boundaries. Set boundaries. Um, have designated babysitters. I get you have those single parents who. Um, you don't have those older siblings who can help out or other family members. After school activities, yes. Um, yes. know where your children are at all times. Talk to your children. Know who they're around. Understand the company they're keeping. And, and understand the, the mental and, and emotional and, and adversaries yes. they face every day within their community, yes. um, at school, or wherever the case may be. Even Sometimes even in their own home. Yes. Sometimes yeah. they can't come tell you, oh, well, your boyfriend looking at me crazy you know what i'm saying you have to be that number one for your kids building that open relationship i was just going to add to what you were saying about that not just not just being out there and and, um just open opening up the lines of communication but making sure that you are well aware of what youth culture is Mm. because youth culture is always changing and so you know when kids start to you know because here's the thing we can build the relationships and we're going to hope our kids are going to tell us even the best relationship they're going to try to pull a couple things past you yes know who your kids are hanging out with yep and if they're not hanging out with somebody okay tell them no right be you know but but you can't start doing that when your kids already on the streets and they're already out being violent that has to start from the beginning from From the beginning beginning, yes yes i will say um get your kids in in structured programming yeah um it, it drives me crazy when I see people that get on get on Facebook and they'll say, um, "Who having a party tonight?" And then you know you get responses, but then you won't have it's that. WTM? Sec- don't you know that? What's that? What's the move? Oh, what's the move? Oh, see, see this is about educate yourself on youth culture. <laughs> Thank you. WTM? So, they say that. Or- they will say, yeah. They'll say, yeah. "What's the move?" Or who having drinks tonight? Whatever case may be, but then you won't have that same energy when you want to find out what programs is going on in the city. So mm-hmm. for me. Yep. 
have put in that same have it put that same energy in and guess what get get your kids in these programs because if we can have 200 300 kids at a sneaker bar and get dressed up we can have 200 300 kids at somebody's program like sure. i i just feel like we need to get our kids into structured programming i don't want to hear and this is what drives me crazy i don't want to hear we need more programs we need mm. more programs do you know how many damn programs we have in in this in this community in our city here where we live at but people don't take advantage of it they they yeah. pay attention to what they want to pay attention and to. And it's got to happen. It's got to start. It's got to be a thing that starts early. Yes. Get it. Get it started. In the same way, y'all pay for those sneaker balls and the dresses, the shoes, and all of that. Invest in your children's mental. If it's mm -hmm. a program yes. for self esteem and oh, they want to charge five dollars to get in, have that same energy you pay yeah, when you pay thirty dollars exactly. to get in a sneaker. Yeah, ball. I mean, like your, your programs. What the, what do you charge? Seventy five hundred. We, we charge eighty. We charge yeah. we charge eighty dollars. But even with that. We do a HBCU tour every year. We do right. a college tour every year, and not the parents that I have this year, but I've had parents before. Like when I told them about how much the trip was, they like, oh, my, oh, that's like it's three hundred. Like, oh my gosh, like right. that's so much. Well, here's but then, but how then, much are those shoes? How much are the shoes? Yeah. Or guess what? You're complaining about the three hundred dollars, but I just saw you posting pictures of your kid at sneaker bar. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, where, that's where the dress itself or the tux itself probably cost three hundred dollars. Year, right? Your your program you're going so but so yeah so the eighty year. so the eighty dollars it lasts the whole entire you're covering school year. a whole school year of consistent programming two days a week getting academic assistance getting lessons that are about life and, I, and, and I'm not saying you're not, I mean your programs great I'm not promoting yes. your programs specifically yes. but these programs a lot of them are low cost that's low eighty five is low cost for a whole year or free and see that comes from like I said once again it's come from it comes from young parents having young kids at, at a young stage so they're keeping up with the limelight red and i are about to disagree on this real quick because i was <laughs> no, no, no. but i mean no, i was a young parent no. guess what i got my kid no, I'm saying, I'm you know what this, I mean? this time of age right now yeah. like it's, it's i wouldn't say that's always stage. the case because no. i was a young mother but, yeah i had my daughter at 17. Then. i'm saying like right well, and now, i'm saying like, right now too i have an 18 year old daughter it's, so it's, i i get it like i had my daughter at 17. Um, she's 18 now, and I, I was one of those young parents who still wanted to get my daughter into programming. So that's not always I'm, the case just because they're young. Sometimes no, no, they're no, not, no, 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 let me finish. Sometimes they're not always knowledgeable. And again, as a community, yes. we have to provide unity yes. and, and promote Bring those the resources. resources. The same way y'all promote all white parties, yeah. promote yeah. the stuff exactly. for the kids and That's resources yeah, yeah. and things like that. That's my whole And point. sometimes put your stuff aside so that your kids can go do some yeah. of that stuff. You know, because yeah, I think right. sometimes we tend to make a priority exactly. of our own yeah. stuff. But, but I think that's priority. what Red was saying. Red was yeah. saying that with this generation and the young moms here, their mindset may not be that. It may simply be going to the all-white party. Yeah. So they're, I mean, I, so I, they're I, not focusing say, on yeah. getting my child in program. They're focusing right. on yeah. going to an all-white party. I, or see, I see that happening, to be honest with you, and what I do. I see that happening with young parents. I see that happening with middle-aged parents. I, it's, I don't think it's an age thing. I think it's a simple lack of the 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 seeing anything outside of ourselves sometimes mm -hmm. and seeing the long term consequence because it right. is a young parent thing and I see I've seen mid forties early fifties parents doing the same thing mm -hmm. because yeah. it's too much they time wanna, too much they effort keep up with the Joneses correct correct I can even say for my for myself with my program I tell parents at orientation I'm gonna tell you right now this is not a two day a week program. Yeah. We are active. We are doing. We do community service. We go to conferences. We go out of town to Detroit, and you know, African American Museum, all that stuff. So, if you think this is just going to be a program where you drop your kid off for three hours and. 
you just gonna pick them up. If it's too much for you, you can just exit exit right now because right. it's gonna be too much. Don't even worry about filling out it the paperwork. It takes dedication, right? and and you're going to be moving. And guess what? I've had parents fill out the application, and once we have orientation, they don't come back. Once I tell them all the things that we're gonna do, they like, oh yeah, I, I, it's too much for me. You know, one, they may not have transportation, which I understand, or simply, it's just too much. It's it's yeah. right. it's gonna take too but much the fact of your time. The matter is, is that that's where I think what you're saying is like the programming's out there. And, and and yeah, so there might be some reasons why, but the fact that there are there is transportation available, you just yes. have to find it. You just have how much it. do you want to be able to impact that? And 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 also it goes back to also being the village. The fact of the matter is, is that sometimes maybe the programming's not it, but if we have an appropriate village that's willing to step up and say, Okay, I'm seeing that so and so struggling right now, mm -hmm. I'm gonna step up and I'm gonna pull their kid in with me. I'm gonna bring their kid into positive activities. You know, I'm gonna take their kid with me to youth group or two. Yes. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the one that's gonna drive this kid along with my kid to the sporting event. Yeah. To the program. Right. You know, sometimes that's part of being a village. Yes. Exactly. If you have the ability, step up and help somebody who may be struggling or may not have the age or mental capacity yes, right. to understand that that's what their kid needs. Yeah, because it doesn't always have to be programming. Like yeah. you said, it just mentoring matters. And mentoring doesn't yeah. have to take place inside of a building or inside of a program. Yeah. Mentoring means I'm going to take some time out of my week or day or whatever and pour into this kid. It doesn't mean, oh, well, come to, to yeah. Impact or come to this program or whatever two, yeah. three days a week and get your mentoring there. Mentoring can be from from anybody literally let me put you in my car drive you with my kid to mcdonald's i'm going to get you some ice cream we're going to chat in the car on the way and that's mentoring and that's mentoring that's it. I, I just wanted to <laughs> add to this because it, it would be really bad of me not to add this um mental health is a thing for kids too yes and and so if we want to figure out how to help help what's happening in the community we have to acknowledge that kids do struggle with mental health and we have to be willing to get them that help absolutely um, nothing's more frustrating than and then talking with somebody who ad adamantly says i'm not getting my kid mental health care and and although i am very big on on the, on the religious community and i think it's important sometimes it needs to be a little bit more than just going and having one chat with a pastor yes. it needs to be actual mental health. sometimes that one chat with the pastor and some prayer is all the kid needs right but just understanding and recognizing that mental health is a thing and it impacts kids because i the amount of adults that look at me and say they're too young they don't even what what problems could they possibly have hmm. and that i'm not yeah, i'm not no, joking that are. happens it, uh, it happens very often. And I just want to look it's at them fine. and be like, well, <laughs> do you want me to start and say that it starts with you? But I don't. <laughs> right. I smile and I'm professional. Yes. But, but the fact of the matter is, is I'm telling you, I'm here to tell you as a licensed professional, been doing this for years, mental health matters for kids just like it does adults. Absolutely. And they need help just like we do. All right. Sure thing. All right. Oh, I was oh, going to say one ahead. more thing. I was going to say with the after school programs and things like that, please make sure it balances into something that your kid can do in the future or have a future with not just having fun. Yes. And also something they can benefit from. Exactly. So don't just, I'm going to put my kid in baseball. Gonna do something to do. Don't force them. Yeah. Your kid don't even like baseball, yeah. but yeah. maybe they need to be in a self-esteem program rather than playing baseball. Correct. Put right. them in programs. Or a group counseling program. Yeah, they can work program. on their mental health with yes. other kids their age. Put them something. in stuff that they are going to benefit from and not you just dropping them off because you want to get rid of them. And letting them have a say-so in it. Because yeah. guess what? They don't have to, the life that you didn't get to live that you really wanted to live, they don't want to live that life. Not at all. They might want to live it a little bit, but they don't want to live that whole life. All right. right. All right. Well, transition away from kids. All right. All right. It's time. For, it, are we done with kids? For yes. Kids? It's okay. time for grown folks. <laughs> I've been ready. All right. So uh, we have a Facebook question that comes from Brandon Moore. Brandon actually was on the show before. He was yes. um, when we did Ask the White Girl down at uh, the R&B okay. Fest. So this is that Brandon. Right. So what's up, B? Um, so oh, this was that B. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, so he said on our Facebook Live earlier, um, he said he would love to hear about Toledo men bashing versus women accountability. 
He said, women will bash Toledo men as if there is a better, greater man somewhere else. He said, I'm not defending all guys, but ain't shit men is all over. Uh, he said, women accountability for okaying such a toxic from said men, but won't look in the mirror when shit don't go how they want it to go. And then I said to him very abruptly, who hurt you? <laughs> that sounds a little personal, but I feel what he's saying. Yes. I, I'm I'm agree with Brandon here because a lot of people feel like, oh, and I hear this all the time. Oh, the men in Toledo ain't shit. It's past nine o'clock, right? Yes. Oh, it's, way it's past been past nine o'clock. I think we <laughs> already dropped at least two. I yeah. yeah. So I hear this all the time. Oh, the men in Toledo ain't shit. No, sweetheart. Maybe it's time to look in the mirror and look at yeah. the ain't shit men you're picking. And because as as a female, I do see that um, sometimes we tend to put ourselves in a box and, mm-hmm. oh, this is our, our type and our title. And we were taught that growing up to where now if somebody asks me, what's my type? I can't tell you the type I have. As long as they treat me nice, respect me and, and you know, do what what I need to be happy as a person. Yeah. That's my type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a way you look or the superficial things we were taught growing up yeah. at all. Yeah. Well, I think I think that grass is greener mentality happens in a lot of areas. Like FYI, the grass isn't always greener elsewhere. So, ladies, let's stop being so hard on the men. Like the Toledo men ain't shit. Where are you gonna? T- I'm, I'm with it. Where are you gonna go to? F- where are the men that are shit? The, the good <laughs> Who are shit. The shit. The, wait, did we say this? The shits. The shits. The, they're like, with the shits. The shits. They're with the shits. No, the good shit, not with the shits. Not with the not, shit. I, don't, I don't know. We had this whole conversation. I still don't understand. But where are those? Like, tell me where you think you're gonna find those men? Because I promise you, what's happening is what's really happening in the end is that you're letting. The fact that you're choosing the wrong people and you're trying to blame it on everything around you when really you need to look in the mirror and be like, if everything else around you is not working, it's probably you, not them. Absolutely. And like you said, you also have to think about the men that you're choosing. Also think about where you go when you see or find said men. Like, like if I'm going to go in no shade, it is what it is. You're going into the hood and not saying no good men in the hood, but... We already know that your 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 pickings is very slim. But here's you know the thing: I don't even so, care. so you, you have can to be, be a hood guy. I, that's you fine. Can be but a I'm not guy. saying. But I'm not saying they're a bad one. But I'm saying yeah. be be conscious of where you're going, where you think you're going to find. Like I've seen, yeah. I've seen a couple who met in a bar who's married to this day. 14, 15 Because they years. met in a spot where they were, that's what they were looking for, right? Well, no. The, the, let me finish. Okay. So I I know a couple who've met in the bar and they've been married for, you know, umpteen years. Yeah. And then you get other people who meet in the bar. Sometimes that's not always everybody's intention. Uh-huh. Yeah. It comes down to the person, not the location. Yeah. Yes. So nine times out of 10, when we go out, we're looking for a good time. We're yeah. having fun. We're not looking so for love. you meet somebody <laughs> in the bar, yeah. you're agreeing to be their fun time yeah good time not for a long time you guys have to have those conversations it's all about communication yes and then turning around and blaming them and telling them they ain't shit when it doesn't work out that's not a them problem oh and stop having expectations you let yourself down if you're expecting a higher level from someone who hasn't shown you that Mm -hmm. i I think you actually hit it in the head it's the lack of communication like, like of what the actual situation is. Right. What like, the you know, like you said, are we a fun time? Because as are a female, a I go to the bar, oh, I'm are here we? to have fun. And oh, if I meet somebody, <laughs> I meet somebody. But then here goes a guy, oh, I'm about to get drunk and I'm fucking. Yeah. And yeah. that's just what it is. Right. And, and so if that's what you're going to do as a guy, be real. Be like, I'm going to get drunk. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Honesty. Honesty. Yeah. Uh, communication. Tell me what it is up front. Yeah. But it also, really is but, also but also with women, also be honest and real with yourself. 
So with that being said, if you know that this man is just simply trying to fuck, don't think that you're going to try to fuck him into a relationship. And then turn around when he doesn't want a relationship. And turn around when he doesn't want a relationship. Shit because he's, he's, all he is is a player. He's just trying to fuck. You know, he's, yeah. You he's, knew that when that you met him. Yeah. Oh, you and Toledo women love how we're OSD Detroit dudes that's good. But what you don't know is he got mama issues and he hiding a whole wife on the south but, side. And, and right. Don't play with him. <laughs> oh, here's the Guess south what? Side. There's probably women in Detroit side. There's probably women in Detroit over here saying he's Detroit and ain't shit. Exactly. exactly. That's my whole point. People, it's about what you're doing as an individual. Yeah, that's my whole point. So maybe it's not the two men ain't shit. Maybe, as in the words of Cat Williams, (laughs) he said, maybe you need to stop wondering why the men ain't shit and wondering why you ain't shit. Because why are you attracted ain't shit? Maybe it ain't me. But it's but here's the thing. Guess what? I also (laughs) think that your ain't shit might be my golden treasure. Yeah. Because the fact is, is that you just have to know that not everybody's for everybody, and stop saying, well. And tainting that person's image. Yes. Yes. Just because you're not for me doesn't mean that they're not for me. Exactly. Yes. But we also have to understand too that the the a man is going to change for a, for the right woman. Yeah. Period. Point blank. And vice versa. You know what I'm saying? So a man who may not be ain't shit, he might be the shit for the right woman. Well, and I don't even know if I like the change. I think that they will. They will. It'll be the right way because it's, you can be who you are. Yes. I think that's when you find the right one. I think if anybody has to change. And it's not, everybody should change. You should grow with your partner. Yes. But what I'm saying is if you have to change who you are as a person, you are not with the right person. Absolutely. Because you, you can't make people well, be who you yeah. want them to be. Because yes. if you do, it's not They have yourself. to want to yeah. be that yeah. for, themselves, for themselves, first and foremost, yes. and then for you. And as and a partner, yeah. you support that yes. growth. Not, but you yes. don't tell them you have to change to yeah. be who exactly. I am. And I wouldn't even exactly. say change. I would say do better. Yeah. Growth. That's what it is. It's, it's yeah. all about growth. But, and then at the same time, because we talked about this on the live earlier, women have to give men the space to grow. To grow. So exactly. if you come and say, I want I want you to, to be more honest. I want you to communicate more. I want you to express your emotions and do this. But then we get into a fight and then you call me a punk ass bitch. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You didn't give me the space. Yeah. 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 No space, no time. It goes both ways. It yes, really does. So can I dive into... It does go both ways. Can I dive into the controversial post I saw this week because we're yes. we're we're running right into topic yeah. most men are emotionally attracted to men and sexually attracted to women and this is how i feel about it wait, men wait, are sorry, 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 okay so really i'm gonna say it again. Yeah, say it again i'm gonna say it again so the post was most men are emotionally attracted to men and sexually attracted to women yeah. personally i feel like when you're in a relationship with somebody you don't always make it easy for that person to come and talk to you. So yes, it might be easier for them to talk to their homeboys, but I don't feel like that makes them emotionally attracted Mm -hmm. to men. I think that makes them comfortable in their vulnerability with their friends versus you, because like one of you just said, you made that post or you made that comment and called them a punk punk ass, whatever. So then they're not willing to open up with you because they can't trust you with their emotional baggage. Are you saying? I've been, you think, that. You think that, I've, I've okay. been through that. I've been through that. Um, it's been times where where uh, me and my kids' mom, I I would have more, uh, more comfortability with going and talk to one of my homeboys about my situation, mm-hmm. about the argument that we went through, instead of me just sitting down with her and talking, right. because I feel like it was still going to be a heated argument. I'd rather go and sit down and talk to one of my homeboys because, <clears throat> excuse me. Because I feel like they they understand more. Mm-hmm. They've been through it. They give me advice. So there's nothing nothing you know more attractive to me with being with my homie is just 
That's where my comfort was. Yes. I heard that very different than what you just interpreted that. I heard that post as, as a man, I'm emotionally attracted to another man because there isn't all that in-depth and baggage shit going on. Whereas like, I can just like, I don't know if you ever, I, I'm not a guy, but like, I have a lot of guy friends. I watch them hang out and there's not a whole lot of that in-depth shit. Happen. We're just, we're just being us. Yes. But so like I, the way I read that is like men are emotionally attracted to men because there isn't all that analyzing. There isn't all that. Let's talk about this and that and this and that. It's like, let's just be boys. Let's just be out with the boys. Exactly. We can talk about that's the same thing. That's the same thing I just said. Yeah. They're comfortable. comfortable. It's that yeah. comfortability yeah. Like, to where they can go to their home, homeboys and yeah. talk about what's really on their mind and what yeah. they're really thinking without that judgment or criticism that comes yeah. back in and and what I call like you know takes a negative effect on the yeah. relationship. I like that as a way less surface low. I look at more surface. So what you just said. So Summer Walker's new album just dropped today. By the way, in case y'all didn't know, it's called Clear Two. But you already listened to the whole thing. Yeah, I did. I'm not just checking out. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but she said something on her song today that that really resonated with me, and she said. You want me to, so we all are in this space where we're being soft, soft parenting, or just just being gentle, just being yeah. soft, right? And not soft like weak or whatever, but just calm and We'll go down. gentle. Go gentle, gentle. Yeah. okay. But she says soft. But she said, how can you want me to live a soft life when you give me a hard time? It, yeah. Okay. Period. Summer Walker, she just yes. summed it up. She just said that. I, 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 you want me to be soft, but you giving me a hard fucking don't time? Don't expect me to be your piece if you can't be mine. Exactly. Right? So women, I'm not bringing you sugar, flowers, and roses yeah. if you bringing me Motor shit. oil and bullshit. <laughs> I just said not shit. the motor oil. Motor oil. Motor oil. <laughs> no, because men, and, okay, yeah. men really love playing victim to circumstances they create. Yeah. And I just, I was wondering, not all. Maybe, of us. I was not all. Maybe, no, I'm not going to say all. The way but, you said that, though, with that article, do you think it's the other way around with women? Like women are more, because I've, I've had a lot of my women say I am way more emotionally attracted. Like if, if it wasn't for the sexual aspect of it, I would totally just leave and be with a woman. And that's what, so I'm wondering if it's the same way that way around is that there's that emotional, like different connection versus like, kind of like what you said with the men. I mean, but there are some people again, who identify in the community. There's, they may say I identify as whatever, um, because of the simple fact they do have an emotional attraction to that sex, but they don't want to have sex with them. And there are people, I believe it's called being pansexual. I could be wrong. It doesn't matter what sex. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what sex is. If you are a cool person, I can relate to you. Then we're dating, but they're not having sex though. But I don't believe it's called pansexual. I was actually, I believe it's called demisexual. I wasn't going like even that route. I was just simply saying, I wonder if it it works the other way around. Cause I feel like it probably does. Because yeah. women tend to understand women because that's and, and maybe guys tend to understand guys. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot easier to deal with the emotional part of that with our the own gender. And that and I, I would assume they were talking specifically about straight relationships in that article. I don't yeah. know to whatever you were reading, right? It really didn't um it really didn't too too, uh, too much touch on yeah. the specific situation, but yeah. that's how we all can interpret it. Yeah, yes. I'm just like a yeah, like Summer said, if you want me to live a soft life, don't give me a hard time, right. and exactly. you know, don't say I want you to express your emotions and you know all this other if stuff. If you want me to be submissive, if you want me to be submissive, you have to give me that space to be comfortable. Right? Exactly, and the other way around. I mean, let yes. me open up on my time. Yes. Yeah, my time. But we also too, and this can be regardless of man or woman again we have to allow people that space to grow because yeah. for instance we all got our shit going on but i may be working on my shit or have worked on my shit that right. person may exactly. know so and we don't even know so i'm bringing you into my space but the thing about a relationship a relationship needs to be the space to grow together right. it cannot be like well, damn, 
it can't be one sided, or you can't be like I saw somebody say on Facebook, like if you're not healed, then don't come talk to me. Who is one hundred percent healed? You are not gonna. Who, oh, there's you ain't that, perfect. Whoever said that, you're gonna be alone for a while. You're gonna be yeah, alone for a while. What about you know? I was re. I saw something on Facebook too. It was like somebody had posted a meme that it was like some days relationships are 50-50 and some days are eighty twenty. And then some days are 20, 80. And it really just depends. And that's how you grow. Because yeah. some days I have to recognize that I can't give my 80. To, like, I can't give 50. I, can't, right. I can give you 20. And maybe not even 20. But I need you to pick up the 80. And then you know what? When I can give you the 80, you can go ahead and have the 20. Or, or vice versa. And, and I think that, that people don't give people the space for that. Sometimes people feel like their partner needs to be on at all times. Yeah. It's not going to happen like that. And, like, and I can say that's the relationship happen. I seek. Because sometimes I may need you more. And yes. you may need me more. And if we're doing that together collectively, yeah. then that's fine. Yeah. It'll work the, better like that. I yeah. think the hardest though in the relationship, that's just being truly real, is when you're both at the 20%. Yes. And I think that's where some of maybe that 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 stuff he's talking about comes in. So I'm at 20%, you're at 20%. We nobody can be at a hundred percent. And that's when I think you have to really understand that, that you have to give the person grace, you have to give each other grace, and maybe just do us for a while. And that doesn't mean that you're not shit. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't it just means that right now we we can't be a hundred percent. We right. just have to be able to get through this time that together. Twenty and twenty are turning to a hundred percent as long as we keep that twenty the together. Twenty together. Yes, yep. absolutely. And keep working. Yep, I yep. like that. We love it. All right. Um. So this one came from Tierra Armstrong. We love Tierra. She was the first guest we ever had on Mud Talk episode one. So we love ooh, her. Ooh. Um. So she was on the live that we did earlier earlier, and she said um because we were discussing about drinks and stuff. And she said, well, apparently um, she saw this morning (laughs) that men can't drink smoothies either. So if you know, it's a big thing going on. Like men can't eat hot dogs, can't lick ice cream, can't drink margaritas. No bananas. No bananas. And now apparently we can't drink smoothies. So the discussion came up of where did this come from and why? Did you find out? It comes from ignorance. And because I told it's because they that. think it's like swallowing some jizz. <laughs> no, who said we can't drink? I'm a googling smoothie. this right now. I've seen this. white man on the beach with the little short shorts drinking smoothies, or uh, who said we can't drink a smoothie? <laughs> I, I I just I pour some liquor in my smoothie. <laughs> we all I'm, do. Yes, I just feel like, like I just feel like we, especially them Taco Bell slushies. Oh, yeah. oh my god, oh, my <laughs> life. Yeah. I just feel like we've gotten worse, not everybody, but some people are really stuck in the old mindset. Of, so one of the biggest things that I'm not a fan of, I'm not a fan of gender roles. I'm not a fan of it. No. Um, I feel like do what the fuck you want to do. Um, so I'm not a big fan of like, well, girls got to wear this color and boys can only wear this color. Or girls only do this or boys only do that. Do whatever the fuck that you want to do. Um yeah, so gender roles and all that shit, I'm not a fan of it. So I'm not, I, I don't know if that comes from right. where we feel like men have to do this and women can only do this, but it's 20 motherfucking 23. If I want to eat a, a big long ass hot dog glizzy. with a glizzy with some there. ketchup and mustard, okay, that's what we're going to do. If I want to lick a damn ice cream cone all over, that's what the fuck I'm going to do. Yeah. If I want to fucking drink a smoothie or a margarita, that's what the fuck I'm going to do. Listen, I just, again, the, I just want a smoothie for arousal. Just FYI, testosterone boosting. And when I looked that up, all it comes up with is smoothies for manpower, smoothies for men, smoothies. See, look, to, you can, there's smoothies for men. Yeah, you can have a protein smoothie. You can have. You, you can have a testosterone. Yeah, boosting. Yeah, testosterone blended smoothie. fruits and vegetables. Yeah, yeah. Like, but, grow up. Kevin Gates do it. I saw this girl on. This girl posted on Twitter. She was like, she went on a date with a guy 
and she she didn't get him a second date because he drank a margarita. Yeah, I don't get that. Like <laughs> I was like, what did you want? You wanted him to pound a bottle of uh Hennessy, Hennessy on the floor. Oh, because he Hennessy. he didn't like beer. Yeah. What's the big deal? I she don't was, like beer. She wanted that dark because she was trying to get that dark love. She was like, <laughs> she was she was like I want that something. all night. Give me that dark liquor. I want that love she all the, night. She wanted the domestic violence that night. That's what well, she wanted. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I see some guys get some tequila. No, I think that, stop it. Just stop. I don't know what's happening. Just Jesus, stop. Just yeah. Let guys eat whatever phallic looking things they want. Like, that's like saying I can't eat no pineapples. Like no, you should eat pineapples if you want. Women want us to we eat pineapples. Eat all. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, hey, I'll tear up. I'll tear up a whole you pineapple. Should that's good for your health. <laughs> your health. Your for pH. Your, health. Well, yeah. your pH. And any well, partners yeah. that yeah. are around you would appreciate that. Yes. All right. Um, does anybody else have any Facebook questions or questions that was sent in to them? Because if not. All right. Nope, that's it. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and pay some bills. We're gonna take a commercial break. And when we come back, Shay has her Shay with the shit. It's been oh, a while. Yeah. Shay. I'm excited. It's eyes in, so I got y'all. Yeah, so Shay. No. Oh. <laughs> Don't to no damn pineapple. Lizzie and good knees. No, just like <laughs> <laughs> You're speaking like a good night, Glizzy. Good knees, pineapple. Hennessy. No, I'm, I'm just saying. Hey, I'm about to pull up to the Toledo Wing Church and give me a Glizzy. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, well, Mud Talk is sponsored by Stormy the Social Assistant Ramba Mamba Jamba Karaoke Party Bus Experience Many Faces Podcast Studio Her Academy of Beauty Makeup Medic Mobile Makeup Artist Uniquely Swilt Products Fang Studios SB Geek and Rita Armor with Key Realty. Go ahead, scan the code and get tapped in with Mud Talk. Yo, 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 what's good? We back. 
What's good, y'all? We are here back on Mud Talk. I want to say shout out to Village Academy and Many Faces Podcast Studio for being the official home of the Apple Charted Show, Mud Talk Podcast Show. Charted again. Yes, we did. We almost cracked that uh, top 200. So we've been working really, really hard, hustling, Work. writing for you guys. So, but we appreciate everybody yes. who tunes in to Mud Talk every single week and every time that we have a show. And again, we want to say shout out to uh ps360 studios for also being the official sponsor of mud talk for the show this week remember if you want to get tapped in with uh with the three project 360 studios here we go uh you can get in contact with them with p360studios.com or hit them up 419-540-8252 and if you want to sponsor we have our next episode, which is our finale episode. Hit us up. Yes. We have sponsorship packages yes. all the way that ranges from $15 social media shout outs all the way to sponsoring our entire next season. Yes. You can sponsor us to come out to your event. You can sponsor White Girl to come to your business. You can send us products. We will sample them right here or we'll sample them throughout the week and talk about them. Um, there are so many options that you can do. Take advantage of it. Thank yes. you, Project um, 360, for, for taking advantage of it. And yes. remember, once you sponsor, it's out there forever. forever. And I, I will say, I was listening to the, on my way down to Cincinnati to see my son for his birthday, I was listening to our podcast, and I really was thinking, I was like, man, they're, they're going to get this forever and always. I was listening to episodes from back in the yeah. back in the season, and and those they're out there. I mean, they're on Apple, the Apple charted Apple podcast, that's what I was listening on. Yes. yes. It was, um, it's crazy. A couple of things. Number one, it's crazy that we're gonna have a third season, y'all. Like yeah. season three yes. is coming. Um, because this is we got one more episode, and then we're gonna take a little bit of a break, and then we're gonna be back like the, the yeah. towards the end of summer for full episodes. You'll yeah. see some, you'll yes. see some, yes. some you'll see some stuff here and there. Yes, some, some stuff here and there. Yes, but so, we are going summer. into season three, and then we're gonna have our 30th episode, which is coming up, our season finale, which is gonna be our 30th episode. And um, yeah, no, it's crazy. We've done it will be 30 episodes that we've 30 done. Episodes. Yes. And you hit us up if, if you're thinking yeah, next season, you guys, you guys, you got somebody good that you want us to talk to. You know, hook us up with them. Yeah, we'll try to get a hold of them. We'll get some get good on. guests. Yeah, you but you got to have something to talk about. If you want to be on yourself, you can always reach out, inbox us multiple ways. We got the Mother Talk put a page, inbox us, 419-827. I think it's 8255. Yes, definitely yeah. do that. And, and remember, if you want to be on the show, you got to have something to talk about. And if you're a business and you want to come on the show, that's that's one of the sponsorship yes. packages. Watching the... um older episodes when we came to uh many faces podcast studio i was watching the one we did with julius derrickson yeah. and i was just like man the growth yes. <laughs> like the growth of that show to like yeah. now i'm like whoa like we've come so we far. are growing we're changing we're Ooh. trying to give you the best that we can i was watching that interview and i was like damn ty you come a long way <laughs> That was good. That was it was no, it was the interview was yeah. good. It's just you can tell like the difference. It's the difference. We so. learned about sound. We we had a lot of we've had we've had a lot of good we yeah, we lessons. we got our sounds together, we've gotten our camera angles right, we've gotten the lighting in the studio together. That's just because I've been out in the sun more. Don't but. don't talk about the real lighting. That's just because <laughs> I've been out in the sun. Yes, we've added <laughs> clips and videos, like we've learned so Audio, much about this. Yeah, so everything. I'm super excited for season three because we're gonna bring yeah. some dope shit. Yes. So coming home. We're coming so so strong, like y'all don't even know. Like, Stay yes. tuned. Stay yeah. tuned. All right. Well, since y'all still tune in the mud talk anyway, we about to get some gems dropped from Miss Shay Renee over here because it is time for Shay with the shit. And what are you dropping on us today? So yeah. this week topic, we are talking about peace. Ooh. 
Hmm. Yes. So in a relationship, it go, it should go both ways. Be my peace if you want me to be yours. Yes. And when it comes to peace, I like to think of what I thought of um, an acronym for peace. So for the P, positivity. Um, we have those positive affirmations that not only do you you should give those, of course you want to receive them. So it goes again both ways. You attract more sugar with shit. Ooh. Period. Okay. What about so, that? Yeah. <laughs> you need that. And I'm gonna say it again. You attract more sugar, a more a more with sugar than you do shit. So if you that, be sweet you to go. me, now I got you. At first you said it, I was like, no, no, no. no but I got you now. Yes. <laughs> if you you're sweet to me and you know you're yeah. giving me what I need, of course I'm going to provide what sure. you need. It's a well oiled machine. Absolutely. Okay. But doing it without the expectation that you're going to get yes. it back. If in you in do return, it selflessly, yes. it's going to come back to you. Yeah. It not. It it's sometimes not in a positive yeah, way. Yes. Selfishly, yes. it may not. Okay, and then for the E, we have equality. Provide what you require. Be fair. Put yourself in other people's shoes. You can't always selfishly think, oh, I want you to be my piece, be my piece, do this for me, do this yes. for me. It's better to give than it is to receive because, like she said, once you're doing those things that um, you want in return, it comes back to you positively nine folds over people who are appreciated do do way more than you could ever expect. yes because if i feel like i'm running myself to the ground and i'm being unappreciative uh feeling unappreciated i'm no longer want to do those things not only do i no longer want to do those things i no longer have the yeah. energy or the right. mental capacity to do those things yeah so yes um and then we have the a acts of service and we just discussed that so if i'm doing this thing for you or if i'm being this person for you please be that same in return when i need it the most absolutely and i feel like too with access service like you said like earlier when you talked about gender roles like it, don't just come into your relationship expecting that oh you're gonna do that because you're this and i'm gonna mm -hmm. do that because i'm this like have a conversation and figure out what those men like gifts too yeah and figure out what those acts of service are that you want to have done and, and yes, talk about yes. that you know? And it doesn't necessarily have to be gifts. If you see I had a long day, yeah. run my bath water, have the kitchen clean, have yeah. the kids put to sleep, have the dinner done, back do massage. something. Yeah, back massage, something to Hold take the, the extra load off of yeah. me. Make the bed, clean the yeah. room. One less thing I have to do when I come home. I saw um, on Facebook yesterday, one of my Facebook friends, she cut the grass. And she was like, I cut the grass because and she... I don't know if this is the first time doing it, but she did it because she's like, I know that my husband has been at work all day. Yeah. Tomorrow's his day off. He's not going to want to cut the damn grass. Yeah. So guess what? I'm going to go ahead and cut the grass. Now, mind you, with that, of course, back to gender roles, most people think women shouldn't be yeah. cutting grass. But guess what? Clearing that household, they have an equality thing. They have a 50-50 thing. So if I know or she knows that her husband had been at work for 12, 13 hours all day, the least I can do, guess what? I'll cut the grass one time. Yeah. I, I cut or it. I'll cut it every week. That's if the that's same. Gonna help that's, you have a better week. Have a better week. That's the same as because y'all more to give. Yeah, yes. that's the same as as men. Like, hey, if we see our woman has been at work all day, wash the dishes. Wash yeah. dishes. Do some laundry. some laundry. Yes. That falls into you know? knowing when to be that eighty when your partner feels like that's twenty. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Like I had, you know, like I had the other day. I was like, you I, came back yeah. on the switch. She pulled that all the way Love it. You know, I had the other day. I was like, I just, it was just, it's just been a rough time, and you know. Something that means really well when you're having a bad day is that somebody steps up and I shouldn't have to ask you, expect I shouldn't even have to tell you I'm having yeah, a bad day. I should, As yeah, your you partner, know that. you should you look should and say, that. you're rough right rip. now, let me help you. Right. And, I'm not, and I'm not saying then do it and brag about it. I'm just saying you do it. Maybe you don't even get acknowledged for it because they can't give you that right now. 
-hmm. But trust me, it's going to be noticed if you're doing yes. it without expectation. Yes. And I feel like that's when it's most knowledgeable. Yes. Like, because, it's oh, I didn't important. have to ask. And you saw and you you acted. Yeah. You did. And you didn't turn around and be like, did you see that? I and I didn't have to. Yes. Yeah. And I didn't yes. have to nag about it. Yes. or Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, y'all. <laughs> okay, so C, communication. Very, very important in any relationship. I don't care whether it's friendship, but again, we're talking about a romantic relationship. Listen and internalize. Don't just listen to answer. Listen, internalize what that person is saying. Put yourself in their shoes and then formulate a response or, mm. and, and, and not always yes. do that response have to be verbally or right away mm -hmm. respond in action yes. i heard what you said and i'm correcting this or yeah. i'm doing that and i'm taking initiative and showing you i heard you right and that's just that without, goes a long ever, way again having to be asked yes because honestly, you can tell me I'm sorry all day long. Yes. You can tell me sorry, I'm going to change. But unless I turn around and see that you're actually sorry or you've actually changed, it doesn't mean a whole lot. That yes. you've learned from that the behavior. The best apology is, is changed behavior. Exactly. Ooh. There you go. Said it again. The, the best apology is changed yep. behavior. Yes. There Job you go. rant. Okay. <laughs> wow, you brought that full circle too, John Morant. John Morant. So we don't want to see you flashing any more guns, John Morant. Flash that shit at home. Don't flash it at all. Get rid of that fucking gun. On IG. <laughs> don't do that shit on IG. Okay, and then the E, explore growth. Yes. Never be too complacent. I don't ever want to be say in my relationship, oh, I got this on lock or, oh, they not going nowhere. I don't want to ever make anybody feel I'm taking them for granted. I'm too complacent. Yeah. No, I understand that there is always room for growth. And I'm going to come to you and ask you, how can I be better for you? Yes. How can we accomplish this goal or that goal? And we're going to move forward collectively. Not, oh, I'm, I got this. Oh, they not going nowhere. I'm still going to do what I want to no. do. No, I'm always open to growth and I know that I'm not perfect. Help me help you. Exactly. Yeah. And how do we and how do we allow them to grow without trying to turn around and say, Well, I'm mad because you're growing and I'm not? Yeah. Yes. You know, because yeah. I think a lot of times in relationships, some one person's ready to grow, the other person's not ready to grow at all. So they're trying to hold them back. Yes. Right. Because and, you know, and we also somebody. have to in relationships also we can't just expect that other person to change and grow. Then I don't have to do shit. Oh, right. And then yeah, on so your well, time they got, they too, at that. Thing. Yeah. I'm just going to be me. And be like, me. I'm just going to yeah. be me, but you better do better and you better change. You know, we both need to do better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So sometimes with growth and relationships, people can make it one-sided where that person needs to change, but really sometimes it's you too. And sometimes yeah. it's yes. not just yes. about change. Sometimes, I mean, in life we're growing as humans and, and, and to have that partner there to grow with you and to support that growth, whether it's educationally, whether it's growth as a parent, you know, like you, you would talk earlier about how I'm growing as a parent. And so supporting them and whatever that looks like for them, but not just growing as in growth doesn't always mean change. Growth means becoming the best version of ourselves that we can possibly be. Yes. And yes. your partner should be your number one cheerleader for that. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So in conclusion, I'm going <laughs> to say this peace start within. Do not expect someone else to be your peace if you aren't happy with yourself. That is Absolutely. the word right there. And, yes. and don't expect peace where you leave turmoil. Woo. Those are the two words right there. Damn. That, that's where it starts. That's that, a, that right that's there a is clip where it right there. Yes. I'm going to clip that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> that's where it starts. That's what's up. Because it starts here. Absolutely. All right. That's all I got for y'all. That's Shay with the shits. 
and she's always with the shit. <laughs> you already know. And I hope that you go back and listen. I can be cool. Or I can come out of the bag. It's up to you. She came out of the bag on that one. I ain't gonna lie. You you came back real strong. I like this. Okay. That's what's up. All right. Well, y'all know it's the last Friday of the month, and this is where what we always do. We call it Fuck Yo Feelings. Feelings. Yes, it's Fuck Yo Feelings Friday, and it's where we've been holding in shit all month long, and we got to get it out. So we haven't done an FYF in a very long time because we've had some very special guests on the show where we just been trying to behave. Okay, but this today <laughs> it ain't that kind of show. We so are not behaving. we are not behaving. So does anybody have any fuck your feelings that they wanna they wanna say today? Oh, well, come on. Go, go ahead. I'm about to probably offend some people sitting at this table, but fuck your feelings if you're somebody who chooses to back into every fucking parking spot and you hold up the traffic in that parking spot because you have to back into that parking spot <laughs> and you have to shame. straighten it out and then you got to pull up. Like at least learn how to back up the first time. I'm sorry, this has happened to me at least 20 times this week where somebody like pulls in, backs up, pulls in, and I'm sitting here waiting like you're taking all my time. Just listen, you don't have to back in every spot. It's okay. Pull through. Uh-uh, she ain't <laughs> talking to me because I get it right on the first try. Pull through. I pass my maneuverability. Okay. I get it right on the first she try. And I back yeah. into every parking spot because when I'm ready to go, I'm done. You only going to see my dust. Okay? Right. <laughs> right. Right. If you don't hold up all the traffic no. trying to get your ass in that one back and done. I don't care. Spot. I don't yeah, even need your review camera. I don't need the camera. I want it done. Yeah, okay. Well, then I'm not talking to you. I'm just saying, just don't hold Traffic. I'm all about since we on that topic. Fuck all the people. If you see this big ass parking lot, you do not pull up next to me. Right, thank you. Like, do not fucking pull up next to me. There's this big ass parking lot and all these parking spaces, and you gonna pull up next to me. Now I gotta pull up another parking spot. And then extra tight too. Yes. Open up my door, nothing like that. Like, I was at Kroger on Wednesday. And I swear to God. So y'all know the Kroger that's on Monroe Street, it has like the two side, oh, yeah, like the split yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So I was on the other side. And this man, it's all these parking spaces and you going to pull up to the one next to me. Why? Why, sir? So I got back in my car and I pulled my car up <laughs> and got the fuck away from him. So fuck all the people who do shit like that. That was a good one. Some very unserious ones. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I can't stand that Uh, shit. And fuck all the people with them little bitty ass cars when you're trying to find a parking spot and you're like, damn, that's a spot. And guess what? It's it's a fucking Honda Civic or Kia. If you have an itty bitty car, you don't have to pull all the way into the spot. Make it so we can see the ass in your car when we're driving down. Because you just got me real hopeful. And I almost actually hit a car when I was in Cincinnati for that. I went to go turn it. I was like. There's a short car and I almost hit him. Now you got a bag up. all the way up. Let us see your car's ass. Yes. Um, For me, I'm going to say, fuck your feelings if you don't know how to answer your phone or return text. Again, communication in any relationship is number one. Yeah. Period. Yeah. What about you, Red? What you um, got? I'm going to say, uh, going back to what I said earlier, fuck all the people who is hating on somebody else's success. I, that was going to be mine, yes. too. I, that you was going to um, If you don't like how I'm moving, how I'm grooving, how I'm being achievable for myself, I'm managing myself, I'm bettering myself, if you don't like it, fuck how you feel. <laughs> Simple as that. I don't care. I got a middle finger in the air. So Just one? No, I got two of them. <laughs> two. Like, Both of them. 
He's doing the Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, throw me another one. You feel me? Like, yeah, fuck how you feel, man. I'm doing me. And also people that will refuse to acknowledge the achievements of other people just because they're They hate us because they ain't us. Yeah, yeah, there's that. Um, I'm going to say fuck all the people who don't have good intentions. Um, For me, whenever I go into a situation, like if I'm meeting somebody new or whatever case may be, I generally go into meeting that person with an open heart because I feel like what you put in is what you get back. But when that person does something bad intentionally, that shit pisses me off. Like sabotage it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Or just do some shitty shit. And it's just like, damn, like I was coming into this being a real friend. We kicking it, we hanging out, and then you go and do some crazy shit. That means the whole time you didn't have no good intentions. So fuck all the people with them bad intentions because that, that shit will turn a good person into bad. So lucky for me, I continue to remain blessed because I believe I am God's chosen one, okay? But I continue to stay blessed. And for that, I, I thank God that he gave my heart enough space to love and to, and to love extra. Yeah. So even when somebody do me wrong, I just cut you off and keep it moving. But that's not going to change me from giving my love to all my people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I, but- I, I have minds along that same lines too. Yeah. Fuck all the people who only want to utilize you for what you can provide for them. Yeah. And, 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 and that to me has just been one of those, like I am a kind giving soul. And and if you're not going to come at me and contact me and celebrate me with when I'm winning, right. and you're only ever coming at me when you need something and want something. Like if you're yeah, calling or texting me and my next line has to be, what do you need? Yeah, That yeah. means you're not coming at me with the right intentions. And you're taking advantage of, like you said, people that have love and kindness in their heart. Mm-hmm. And you know, fuck you for that because you're taking yeah. advantage of the good people. Absolutely. Yeah. That's uh that's like all right, don't love me when I'm down and hate when my when I'm up. Fuck mm-hmm. all them people like with the yes. with the bad vibes. Yeah, don't bring them bad vibes around me. I don't I don't need that. I, I can do bad by, all by myself. <laughs> Absolutely. Hello. You got bad on luck. <laughs> hey, I'm just I'm just saying, bad, bad, bad. It ain't for me. Yes. Fuck the hypocrites. Fuck all of them. Yes, like don't expect me to be one way towards you and you being another way towards me. I'm giving that same energy. Yeah, mm-hmm. keep that same energy. Absolutely. Fuck all the people that um don't let men eat hot dogs and bananas. <laughs> and I'm eating Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, but for real though, like yes. let people just eat what they want. Damn. You want to shove a hot dog down your throat? Right. You let them. Fuck the people who gotta judge other people. You are not God. Yeah. Look in yeah. the mirror. Hello. Mm. Thank you. Let me know when your slate clean. And guess what? Right, Summer's though. coming, and we want those hot dogs, especially yeah. the nice little grilled ones. Okay. Burn it a little bit. Yeah. Put some sweet baby rays on it. Okay. Good. Some mustard. Oh, some mustard. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Shit. I'm hungry. Let's go to Coney Island tomorrow. Let's go Ooh, Ooh, it's a it's a lunch date. Where, Where in Detroit? Downtown. Oh, downtown. It's a What's Coney Island downtown. Yes. Yeah. It's been one. It's really? called yes. for years. Coney Island. The big <laughs> dogs down there. Over yes. the bridge. No, like oh. right down by where the right by, uh, Fox yeah. used oh, the to be. Yeah, yeah, okay. By yeah. the bus station right there, yeah. like where the jack, the oh, lineup used yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're yeah. talking about wow. the one on the east side when you right, right over yeah. the bridge. Yeah, that's yeah. Tony Hawk. Yeah. 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 Well, no. No, no, no. There's a little tiny itty bitty hot dog stand over the bridge. Yeah. yeah. What is that, Tom's? Tom's. Tom's. Oh, no, no, no. Tom's is racist. We ain't fucking with Tom's. What hot dog place I promise you. It's right over. It's right by We're not talking about idea. No, 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 no,
That was. I got one oh, more. Oh, oh, shit. Okay. Fuck your feelings if you're not tuning in to Mud Talk right yes. now. Okay? Right now today. Listen, if you don't listen to Mud Talk, if you don't share this podcast, if you're not hit to Mud Talk, fuck your feelings because you're not living right. And then Hello. tune in, and then we'll we won't we'll unfuck you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we hit that unfuckable button. <laughs> <The> unfuckable button. <laughs> no, but we love all our listeners, all our viewers. Yeah, appreciate y'all. Please man. share, like, subscribe. S- <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, this was definitely a fun viewers' choice yeah. episode. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. And yes, to thank talk you about so it much. And thanks for those questions. Y'all. Yes, thanks for the questions. Thank you to everybody. Without y'all, we wouldn't be here. Yeah. Absolutely, and we've been two seasons strong, and we're going to go into a third. We're gonna be adding some Great. more stuff, some more content, and all of that good stuff. But yeah, man. If we- you have any suggestions, comments, anything you want to see right here. For the next season, please drop your comments below yes. on our Mud Talk page. Inbox us, text us, call us. 419-827-8255. 419-827-TALK. We are here to listen. Slide right into that Mud Talk DM. You yeah. know it, absolutely. Yes. And thank you to White everybody. White getting nasty at night. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's going to be the new this segment. Is, Y'all don't funny. even know. White girl nasty. White girl nasty. White girl nasty. You don't even know it. That's like sex talk. They're trying to get me to have liquor talk on beer. Oh God, that is not okay. Shout out to everybody who who listens to us on. My God, he said liquor talk all sexual and they're just like, oh God. Shout out to everybody who listens to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora Radio, and Sirius XM Satellite Radio as well too. We appreciate you guys so much. Without you guys, we wouldn't even be on those platforms yeah, at yeah. all. So it takes it takes a lot of support to really get onto those platforms like Pandora and Sirius. So we really, really appreciate you guys for doing you that. You know what? Fuck your feelings if you're not sponsoring us. Uh, hello. We, did, we, we we must add that to that. Yeah. yeah. Well, we just added it. So and fuck your feelings if you don't stay tuned to everything we got coming up with this summer. We talking Season back to school three. giveaways. We got a whole lot planned for this summer. Stay tuned for the next episode. You'll hear all the details. You sure will. Absolutely. And our next episode is our season finale. It's the last episode of the season. So you know we definitely going to turn up and have fun. We're going to talk about some of our favorite moments from this season. And all of that good stuff. Maybe we'll get some of our guests to come back on the show yeah. and see whatever. Chat it up with them. Or at least send us a video to play for y'all. Yes, yeah, yeah, play it. Yes. Definitely. Yes. They can tell us their favorite mud talk, you know, memory. So. memory yes. I like that. We yes. Gotta do that. We gotta yes. Do that. We're definitely going to do that. I like that. All right. All right, y'all. Well, I'm Big T. And I'm Shay Renee. I'm Miss Amy. And it's your boy Red. And remember, Mud Talk is the only show that brings you latest in music, news, and fashion, and the only show that keeps your ears to the streets. While you grind in the 419. All right. Thank y'all so much for listening. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks for the season finale.